Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, our mild-mannered podcasters were bombarded by gamma rays, bitten by radioactive bugs, mutated by toxic waste, irradiated with cosmic rays, born into a world that doesn't understand them. Everybody, it's January 9th, 2019, otherwise as New Comic Book Day, and welcome to the 7th Annual Talking Comics Awards. You're listening to episode number 372. (laughs) I am your host, Steve Say, and joining me this very special show are Mr. Bob Ryer. Ready to battle. (laughs) Joey Vercino is here. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Jessica's here too. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and Melissa. Hey, 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 hey. Yo, 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 yo. Hey. <laughs> uh, so, all right. In the interest of some uh, red carpet banter, I'm going to ask, what's everybody uh, wearing and drinking tonight? I shall go first. Uh, I am wearing a bunch of Roots gear. It is a Canadian uh, clothing manufacturer. I love their stuff. A a red Spider-Man t-shirt, even though he's not at this award show this year. But it's always next year. (laughs) Or maybe he pops up somewhere. I don't know. Um, And I'm also drinking, I saved this for the better part of a year and change, the very last of my Statesman whiskey that I got oh. from Europe when I was over on that Kingsman trip. So I, I've already started sucking it down, so it's almost gone, and I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's so good. It's the best whiskey I've ever tasted. Nice. Uh, Joey, what do you got going on over there? Uh, I have my lovely blue velvet tuxedo jacket on Ooh. above a nice uh, <laughs> Captain America T-shirt and sweatpants uh, because who cares what's on the bottom? All right, we're podcasting. I hope you're gonna post a picture of that. Uh, I don't do pictures. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> and I am also drinking whiskey for this fine event. A little uh, peach pecan over here. It's nice oh, and smoky. Ooh, I like that it. sounds amazing. Lovely. <laughs> and Jessica, how are you this evening? Oh, I'm lovely. Just lovely. Just <laughs> you sound like lovely. it. <laughs> What are you wearing? What are you drinking? I am wearing all black <laughs> as okay. my normal attire. Black, you know, black stretch pants, black giant shirt that I could like put up five other people in. And uh, yeah, and uh, that's about it. And I'm drinking uh, a lovely bottle of champagne, a.k.a. the cheapest stuff they had. So awesome. <laughs> that, is what, that is what I got. <laughs> Jess comes in leading the black parade. Listen, I'm always <laughs> in the black parade. <laughs> Melissa, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? Um, I am drinking a lovely cocktail of sick person uh, supplies. <laughs> um, I've, got some, NyQuil? I've got some tea NyQuil. loaded with honey. I've got some Aww. ice water. I've yeah. Got some, oh. 
hard peppermints here to try to keep my voice intact. <laughs> nice. Um, we appreciate the effort. But I am wearing my Lion Cat shirt tonight. Ooh. So, uh, oh, oh, is that presage? Nobody else quotes? will know but me if I'm lying because you guys can't see the lion cat. <laughs> does it, does it, change, does it change color like a mood ring and, and your line comes up? <laughs> no, but maybe it should. It should. I think we got a new product for them. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Bob? What are you wearing? What are you drinking? Uh, I have on a Rat Pack era vintage tuxedo. Nice. Over a Talking Comics t-shirt. And in honor of one of our nominees, I have on five-inch heels. So there you go. <laughs> no, I don't. Wait, but, but I would Fix, have. Fixer I didn't happen. Have, if I would have if I had them, but you know. Okay. I actually leave my heels in my trunk. <laughs> because you never know. You're out. You might need them. <laughs> Wear sneakers to work, right? And then mm-hmm. save the heels for later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah. can picture you, Joey, in like platforms that are also fish tanks. Well, and this is, I don't want to detract too much from what's going on on the red carpet, but I did that show last year and we did a number from Kinky Boots and the whole thing with Kinky Boots is everybody's wearing heels. And uh, I had to go buy heels to for the show. So I bought like these white glammed out heels. The heels are probably like three inches, three and a half. Like, mm-hmm. like they're high. That's tough. Yeah. And I get to rehearsal and everyone else is wearing like these like one inch like like oh well, come on <laughs> and i'm like what no one told me <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to walk over here my legs hurt for days anyway back to the red carpet see <laughs> i i back in the de- the 70s i had so many pairs of platform shoes you can't believe it wooden ones and all, none with fish tanks but had <laughs> way too many platform shoes purple purple I love the idea of you in wooden shoes. That is definitely an image. Oh, yeah. Lycra shirts and, you know, plaid pants and purple shoes. This is Um, amazing. This is a whole shaft thing, you know? There you go, everybody. Some food for thought. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am, ooh, I'm I'm getting a special report that we have a special feature for the best of 2018 awards. So let's go. Live to a remote outside of Fort Yancey Street, thanks to the Richardsids who Richardsids <laughs> who have been nice enough to lend us their grand hall for tonight's event. Take it away, Bob and Jess. Yeah, well, uh, sadly, throwing it to me is bad because I'm terrible with technology, so I've already lost a live feed. But we we <laughs> do have some creators uh, on their way in, and we caught up to them. So uh, we just saw Kristen Gudsnock heading into the Grand Hall, nominated for Breakthrough Artist, and whose Making Friends and Modern Fantasy are also up for awards. So I asked her, well, about being nominated in so many categories, you know, what, what, we, what do you think your chances are? And she said, well, I'm hoping the holiday cards I sent out will help swing some votes my way. <laughs> um, by the way, she was resplendent in an Oscar de la Francavia couture original. So, uh, absolutely <laughs> stunning. Uh, uh, by the way, Jess, I think you caught up with another of our nominees, Jeremy Whitley, 
who's up for Breakthrough Writer. What did he have to say tonight? I did. You know, and he, we asked him, you're nominated in the Breakthrough Writer category, one with some tough competition. Which of the characters you write might be able to use their powers to influence the vote in your direction? And Jeremy replied with, honestly, I don't think Nadia or Wisp could be convinced to do anything untoward to help me win, but I think that Shay would be game to rough some people up for me. And I know Raven and her crew would do some ballot stealing and or kidnapping of judges. Yes. Honestly, my best chance would probably be Janet. All I need is to put her in the same room as the judges for five minutes and she'd have everyone thinking I was the best writer on the list and it was their own idea to put me there. Janet and I have an agreement. I let everyone know she's the best Avenger and she plugs me for best writer. Uh, <laughs> By the way, he had on a lovely rainbow-colored knee-length dress and a pair of robotic wings. Perfect for the occasion. <laughs> well played, Jeremy. <laughs> Janet may have been in the room. You never know. Hey, ju just rushing past us was Kelly Sue DeConnick, who has a story with Elsa Chartier in the Femme Magnifique anthology, and who just might be looking at a nod for next year with her work on Aquaman. She said... Excited to be here in support of Femme Magnifique and all my fellow nominees, especially those for whom this is their first year. We're going to go get some popcorn and find our seats. Oh, oh, wait. The kids want to say hello. Well, her son, Henry Leo, leaned into the camera and offers an enthusiastic hello and thank you for inviting us. Her daughter, Tulu Louise, she just sort of growled. <laughs> by, by the way, Kelly Sue was stunning in a Gareth Pugh Spring 2019 ready-to-wear look. A fierce red and black geometrically patterned dress patterned with killer boots and an amazing hat in a style I could only describe as anarchic Audrey Hepburn. Uh, we, will, we, will, we will post that on the website as we go. So thank you for all our creators and let's get this show on the road. Let's get this show on the road indeed. Thank you very much, Bob and Jess. You're we are going You're to very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go back inside the building where our own Melissa Megan has an announcement of her own. You guys should totally be newscasters, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the sound effects. <laughs> so I just want to talk about uh, my family for a second. Um, the first time I wrote for Talking Comics was back in 2012. I had to look that up tonight and figure it out. Uh, a fairly regular comics news segment called Super News Power Punch. If you guys ever wondered where Lissa Punch comes from, there you go. Uh, but podcasting is what really has been a game changer for me in the past couple of years. I think since the first time that dude Bobby Shortle, anybody remember him? Yes. <laughs> he, stuck, he stuck a mic in front of me at New York Comic Con and told me I was going to help host the show. I was pretty excited to do it again, even though I was terrified. Uh, and then I became fast friends with Stephanie Cook, who invited me to create the Misfits with her. Um, and that brought some lovely friendships into my life. Uh, for a few years, I joked that the only time I was going to be allowed to bring my brand of crazy to the big talking show was at New York Comic Con when a fill-in was needed. Then <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to get invited on the show full-time, and it has been an absolute joy. Um, talking comics is family to me, and one that's brought birthday parties, barbecues, even a wedding. Uh, it's bittersweet for me today to announce that I will be stepping back from full-time hosting here, at least for some time, since my day job as a stylist and my other day job as a mom and wife and my other little podcast baby, The Sirens of Scream, have all become super demanding of my time and energy. 
and I'm getting old, you guys. I <laughs> 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 can't do it. Uh, but don't worry. I don't think these kids can really get by without me for too long. So I'm confident they're going to be inviting me on here and there to stir the radioactive pot that is Talking Comics. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy and so honored and so delighted that I get to be here for the award show for my last official show tonight. Um, I think 2018 was a bit of a black hole for lots of us, but the comics industry was a shining light of lovely creations. Mm. So while I'm gone, I'll be keeping up on you guys and laughing along, except to Steve's terrible dad jokes, which I will never laugh at. (laughs) 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 And I might even sing a little bit with Joey, which will only happen off air. (laughs) So I love you guys, um, and yeah, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be stepping back and letting these guys take over for a while, and hopefully they will have me back here and there so that I can drive them crazy again. And that's that's it. Mm. That's, that's uh, we'll, I'll, we'll, I'll throw something out a little bit later. But let me just say, Melissa, we have we've known each other for all these years of your tenure with our little enterprise here, and I've never had as much fun in the conversations as it's been in the last year and a half. So thank you so much. Yeah. Why exactly. <laughs> there are things on the list tonight that wouldn't be there without you, Melissa. Yes. Joey. Yeah. There are some of these books that I'm like, I'm so glad I read and it's cause you brought them to the table. Thanks man. No. And, and Jessica got me reading Batman this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it was really lovely having such an amazing woman like yourself to co-host with me. So mm. it will be sad without you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, boy. Steve oh boy. can't say nothing because he knows that I'm going to harass him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it, nothing's ending for me. <laughs> so, um, in all seriousness, though, Melissa, we love you. The time that you've spent with us here has been amazing. You've brought a lot of incredible books, a lot of just fascinating insight and just awesome bits to the conversation. And it has been an absolute pleasure. You are absolutely welcome back onto the show. Uh, we will figure that out in the future. And uh, we will miss you. So, but obviously, uh, like all things, life always comes first and life can get overwhelming. And when, you know, whenever somebody at the show needs to take care of some business, they got to go take care of some business. So, uh, just to send us out uh, really quick, just let everybody know that we are kind of like talking and, and moving things around a little bit to uh, figure out the seat. And uh, we'll have an update on that for you in a little while. So, yep. New year, new stuff. And uh, let's kick this award show off because we have a lot of categories to get through. Mm-hmm. And we I'm anxious. about last year. <laughs> yeah. I'm anxious to vote. Um, okay, so I'm just going to run this down really quick for our listeners, those of you tuning in for the first time. This is the seventh annual award show, so we've been at this for a little while. And um, so here's how it works. We're going to go through category by category. We're going to read the nominees, and we're going to give everybody a chance to have the floor and speak for any books that they feel like they want to push for, something that they read that was kind of like they'd never read it before and it you know, skyrocketed up their list, whatever, whatever the conversation may be. After that, uh, everybody will read their votes from bottom to top. 
Bob will tally them up, and then we will announce our winners, and we'll go down the line as we move through the categories uh, all the way up to best overall comic. By the way, to be very scientific, my math will get more and more fuzzy the more and more Chardonnay I imbibe. Yeah, and I should uh, should mention really quick, <laughs> we have a uh, we have the Captain Phone Bone system. Yes. Uh, in place this year, the null votes that uh, rather than have something taken away from a nominee because somebody didn't experience it or didn't have time for it or whatever, um, we're allowing null votes, which kind of changes the math of things. And null votes don't hurt the overall yep. vote. Right. It'll, it'll end up being a an average then of the other four votes so that it, it gets its representative lot. We added so many 10 categories this year and so mm -hmm. many so many tough choices in those those categories that yes. it just seems the right thing to do rather than saying, oh, it gets a two or a one where it might have deserved more considering everybody else got a different experience. So right. we're going to, you know, the captain phone bone rules are in play along with the no knockdown rule. No. I'm yeah. Um, and remember and so no wait, no wagering. Right. Uh, it also goes without saying, you know, we're all friends here. We all respect each other's opinions. Uh, the nature of these podcasts is to make a list and then force each other to order it. Make no mistake. All of the nominees were at were, were standouts throughout the year. Yeah. If they made it to this list, us as a podcast, these are the books that we think were were the best of the year. Um, but we have to order them, and some feelings might get hurt. We don't know. Um, gasp. It's all with a gasp. Gasp. Uh, it's all in fun. It's all in celebrating a medium that we love that brings us so much joy throughout the years and keeps us, you know, connected with one another and all of that good stuff. So without further ado, let's get to our first category, which is best film based Ooh. on a comic property. I'm like nervous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even like make any of these and I'm nervous. Okay. So, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rally uh, for anything in particular right now. I'm just gonna tell a quick story. Uh, at one point in this process, I actually had Avengers: Infinity War at the bottom of my list. I have moved it since then, but it took like a, a fourth rewatch uh, for it to like. It, I always liked it, but I'd forgotten how good it was, and then I watched it again and it moved up on my list. So on, so on, so forth. But um. I I have something to champion just for fun. Yeah. And it's I Kill Giants. Yes. Which what comic book adaptations tend to be less adaptations than reimaginings or bits and pieces and you're dragging from 75 years of continuity to try to pick out the best bits. You had a screenplay by the author of the graphic novel, Joe Kelly. Mm -hmm that changed slightly, but not so much that it made a difference. It heightened some things. Uh, I just watched it again last night and it was bawling all over my voting sheets. Um, yeah. Just an amazing piece of work that I don't think enough people beyond those around this table got to experience. It was a small movie, small release, but boy, how powerful a film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a director's cut of my favorite story of all time. Like it's yes. it is the most like 
page to screen perfect and then taking all of the back matter and mixing that up in there too and you know giving other characters depth the the relationship with her sister uh yes. Imogen Poots in the movie oh my god so powerful and awesome and getting to see her uh, her side of it too and um yeah i mean it, it it crushed me just as much as when i first read that book and for all the the movies for all the amazing comic book related movies that came out this year like that one was just every everything that i wanted it to be and much more yeah, and I, um, I have to say, I'm sure as you were, you're the one who brought us this book to read mm-hmm. all those years ago. It was, oh, how do you do this? How do you make this work? How do you keep that magic? Mm-hmm. And knowing the ending, it still destroyed me. And I watched it twice this, the, the first two days I had it on demand. And I've watched it four times since I bought the DVD. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and the reason it took so long to get made is because they didn't give up their, you know, their mission to get the movie made the way that they wanted to. They turned down a bunch of studios to get it done properly. I really respect that. And and I'll say uh, the episode where we reviewed it is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And Jess, that's all on you. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. So, I, you know, I'm not going to even try to champion it. You guys know my feelings on it. Uh, yeah. Where a movie that had both me and my husband sitting there, like, bawling with each other. I mean, it was just, it, it, it was a lot. It was a lot, and it was a great movie. And if it can, you know, get that kind of reaction. I'm not, like, I'm a crier, but I'm not, like, that kind of crier. My husband's mm-hmm. definitely, he's not, he's, like, Dan's very, very calm and, and level-headed. So to have us both there, like, in tears, like, it's something special. That's, mm-hmm. that's all I have to say. Um, yeah, I want to give a, a quick shout out uh, for Deadpool 2 as well that I watched again like almost right after we recorded those shows and oh man does that movie get better every time that I watch it so um, thanks to Melissa for, for bringing that to the conversation yes um I mean, Black Panther also gets better with every viewing too. Yes, that, it does. That one's so complex well. and crazy. But I also just want to just, I just want to play this song for you <laughs> from, from Teen Titans Go to the Movies, yeah. which, I, yeah. in a sea of sorrow and darkness, best soundtrack <laughs> was just an incredible film. An incredible film that had Michael Bolton in it <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And just it was it's it's fun it's wonderful it it made me laugh and cry and and it was in many ways um, the the surprise of the year for me I I knew Infinity War was gonna do what it did to me I knew Black Panther was gonna be this incredible you know film that deserves all the accolades getting getting Deadpool. You know, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. You know, he just is that. And I Kill Giants, I've gifted that book so many times. You know, like I gifted it again this past Christmas to my cousin. And now all of the the new um, prints of the graphic novel have the film on it. And I think people are going to find it that way. And I'm excited for that. Um, but Teen Titans Go to the Movies was the, was the surprise for me. I didn't even really know anything about it. Um, I knew that I'd watched the cartoon and stuff like that. But when I was like, oh, they're getting a movie. And then it ended up being this like musical adventure of yeah, time travel. Of yeah. <laughs> it was just so wonderful and so fun. And um, it, it was a side of, of superheroes and comics that um, you don't necessarily get too often in when you go to the movies um 
And uh, that's that's. Uh, that's just that. wanted to remind you of that upbeat, upbeat <laughs> motivational song there. Love I it. feel the same way, Joey. I take my kid to a lot of movies, and that was a surprise for me. I knew it was going to be fun, but I didn't expect us to be like singing songs on the way home in the car. Oh. We were just like bouncing up and down in our seats, having such a good time. <laughs> it was that's it was awesome. just fabulous, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I don't yeah. even like musicals normally. So. <laughs> Uh, Melissa or Jess, do you have any movies that you want to uh, speak for? I think I already spoke. I mean, I'm okay. a champion for I Kill Giants, but we've already championed for that. So, yeah. yeah I'm okay. <laughs> um, so we will now go around the room. Uh, oh, wait. Does anybody want to move their votes around before we, we read ours out? No, mine are in nope, Sharpie, dude. Right. Like, mine have been in <laughs> Sharpie for like two weeks. All right. All right. I'm still erasing now. <laughs> Please. I had to move something just now on, as well. I keep on flipping pages. I'm going to stop. I'm going right. to stop. Yeah. I'm going to okay. go first. I'm going to go first. Let bottom me know when you're top. ready, Bob. Yeah, I'm ready. Pencils out. <laughs> All right, here we go. So from bottom to top, remember, all of these are great <laughs> nominees. It's an honor to be nominated. Okay, yes. here we go. Okay. Deadpool 2. Teen Titans go to the movies. Avengers Infinity War. Black Panther, I Kill Giants. Wow. Bold. You're not surprised Bold. by that. Bold. Bold moves. Yeah. I got reasons. Huh? All right. I would like Jess to read her list. Sure. We're, we're not that far off. And again, I'm with you. On, I kind of loved all of these, and it's really hard. Um, Teen Titans, go to the movies. Uh, Infinity War. Uh, Deadpool 2. Black Panther, and I Kill Giants. All right. Things are looking good. (laughs) (laughs) Joey, Joey, can you please read your list? Deadpool 2. I Kill Giants. Oh! Black Panther. Teen Titans. Mm -hmm. Avengers Infinity War. Wow! Wow. Okay. You can't uh, look. Infinity War is ten <laughs> years in the making. I'm just surprised. I really thought it was going to be Black Panther for you. To be honest, I don't know. I love Black yeah, Panther. I, thought we were gonna I, Black I know. Panther. Yeah, yeah. But Infinity I War. I do too. Okay. Infinity War is is a is a solid solid. Is a, is yeah. a, yeah. All right, I'm just, I'm uh, Melissa. I would love to hear somewhere, but go ahead, Melissa. We're a little bit all over the place. Yeah. Steve. Yes. I will defend myself if you want me to, but don't hate me. I Kill Giants is my number five. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, number four is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Number three is Infinity War. Number two is Deadpool. And number one is Black Panther. Wow, bold. Mm-mm. Number one, Black <laughs> Panther. Wow. Yep. I love this category. It's okay. already very mixed up. I don't yeah. know where it's going. I All feel right, like Bob. Steve and our list were almost the same, except for we just swapped like two movies. <laughs> well, that's not almost the same. Yeah, there's only five movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from bottom to top, Deadpool 2, Teen Titans, Avengers Infinity War, I Kill Giants, Black Panther. Wow. Mm. Old. I Okay, I think I, I've been doing a little math in my head. I think I see where this is going. I like okay, this category. Huh? I like where this um, night is all right, going. So, Bob, you gotta tell you gotta tally those up for us. I am right now. All right, Joey, what is your favorite thing to have for breakfast? 
I don't need, I don't need breakfast. <laughs> oh, God. What? Jess, what is your favorite thing to have for breakfast? Anything that's not eggs, because I'm allergic to them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. If it's not an egg, I'll eat it. <laughs> Melissa. Uh, mine is the opposite, actually. Uh, my favorite thing is... Oh, sorry. My favorite thing is a local deli italian deli makes this thing called a breakfast grilled cheese and it's um it's fried eggs with cheese and and home fries all on this like crunchy like hard roll oh yeah amazing thing in the world it's not not that i don't like eggs (laughs) i used to eat eggs i used to breakfast is the best meal of the day i'm serious about breakfast All right, well, the good news is that you're all wrong. The answer it, will always pancakes. be pancakes. <laughs> Listen, Canada. <laughs> yeah. There's the Tim Hortons. Come on. Tim Hortons sucks. That was wrong Tim with Hortons him before he went know to how Canada. To treat their employees. <laughs> Listen, shirtless bear fighter. That's right. <laughs> um, Bob, do we have our... Uh, yes, we do. Our math yet? Yes, we do. And, and for me, breakfast is coffee. Sorry. <laughs> it's coffee in front of the computer answering emails from listeners um, from bottom to top we have Deadpool 2 Teen Titans go to the movies wow. Avengers Infinity War I Kill Giants oh! winner is Black Panther wow oh. Melissa yeah Listen, the only thing, listen, I love Alka Giants. I think one of the things that for me that put it at the bottom is I just felt like it's not as much as a, um, it doesn't have as much of a wide audience, I think, as some of the other films on the list. I I think it won't be appreciated by quite as many people. Yeah, but all that matters is if it's appreciated by you. Well, that's, I mean, that's she took into consideration. That's, I, part, I, of, that's part of, you know, all these movies are so good. I love all of them. So I had to come up with something to that's right. that's find a place to put them, you know? All right. For the record, yeah, our, our, our listeners also voted for Black Panther with a whopping 49.73%. Wow. Very wow. nice. Based on a comics property. That's awesome. Joe, you have all those in front of you? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Right on. Johnny, a, we're, a, we're a well-oiled machine. This is the seventh like annual. It. Get out of here. This is amazing. All right, let's when talk, do I get my free another shot? One. Let's do right. another one. Yeah, everyone take Best a shot. television series based <laughs> on a comic property. The, uh, the nominees are Supergirl, Preacher, Runaways, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and Legion. So, I would like to hear Melissa talk about Legion for a moment. (laughs) You just want to laugh at me. (laughs) No, you were texting me and you were telling me you were really enjoying it. No, I did really enjoy it. Um, There were three shows on this that I had not seen, and I decided kind of within a couple days ago that I was going to attempt to get a taste for all of them. So... Um, what we basically did, my husband and I, is we looked up the highest rated episodes in each show to mm-hmm. kind of like, and we decided that we were going to start with the highest rated episode. And then if we really liked it, then we would go back to the beginning and watch like an, like an earlier episode mm-hmm. um, to kind of, you know, we wanted to see each one at their best. It was my idea. Um, 
so yeah, Legion, I basically jumped into, I think it was like season two, like episode six or some shit. Yes. And I messaged Steve and I was like, what, who the, what the hell, what is with this bucket man with the basket on his head? And like oh these people, <laughs> now these people are dancing. What the fuck is the show, Steve? Dance what is this? <laughs> I was like, what? I don't understand. I love it. It's beautiful. I love, I don't, I want it. You know, I want to know everything about these characters, so we're gonna watch the whole show. We're gonna we're going back to the beginning, but I was like, I don't know what the hell is going on. And both of us, I think, within five minutes, the show started. My husband and I looked at each other. And we're like, Is this David Lynch? Like, what? yeah, <laughs> this no. is so David Lynch. <laughs> M- Melissa, I've watched both seasons, and I've watched several episodes multiple times because I just didn't know what was going on, and I still don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, I do know John Hams in the second season as the narrator. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Me and okay. Dan have to stop this, the episodes and like discuss what yeah. is going on like all the time. We like stop it. We're like, did you just yeah. see that? Did that just happen? What is going on? What is this creature? What are they doing? Man. Yeah, the guy with the bucket is crazy. Yes. I never know what room they're in. I never yeah. know what planet yeah. they're on. What time it is. Know, what like, date it is. Is this a different time? To- yeah, like you, now they're I in mean, a black hole somewhere talking to me. I'm like, what the hell? The now last, she's drawing pictures yeah. in the sky. I'm like, what is going you, on? You <laughs> dove into the shallow end head first, though, <laughs> by, yeah, by watching season two, episode six. That episode is wild. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know, that episode convinced me to go back and watch it from hey. the start. So. And that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I've already won this category. Yeah, you know what? I'm convinced. <laughs> Let's vote. <laughs> Does anybody else want to say anything for any other shows? I do want to say Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I was able to finish it and um, uh, watch the winter special as well. I think that show's so cool. I think it does such a great job adapting the source material in a way that is original and interesting. I think the performances are so quirky and strange. Um, And I think that it is a, again, similar to Teen Titans Go in the first category, it is something very different from the rest of the things on there. Legion stylistically is on another level, but in terms of the storytelling and everything, Chilling Adventures is like this weird horror melodrama and i'm there for it i really really enjoyed it mm-hmm. yeah um oh go ahead jess oh i didn't say anything oh okay. i, was, I, I did i was oh, i was just really enjoying i was saying yes yes yeah. yes <laughs> i'm just gonna quickly throw in my lot for supergirl which i did earlier on the storyline in this season went somewhere very political about aliens and it's as a metaphor for what's going on in this country and beginning in about 10 minutes, the speech that's going to happen. uh, I found it a huge leap forward in what they were willing to address as, as a program. So there's that. Right on. Okay. Um, Everybody else is good. I'm ready. All right. So, Uh, I will vote, and unfortunately, while we're on the subject of Supergirl, I have to give my my one and only null vote, because I did not have an opportunity to catch up to season four of Supergirl. So, sorry about that, Bob. Um, I just wish that there was more time. Um, And then, from uh, continuing on, I have Preacher, Runaways, Showing Adventures of Sabrina, and of course, Legion. As your number one pick, absolutely. Yeah, I love that show. I've loved that show since I went to that preview uh, at New York City Comic Con, and we saw like the first hour 
um, just blew my mind, and I've loved that show ever since. Uh, Joey, what are your picks? Bottom to top, Preacher, Supergirl, Runaways, Legion, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Melissa. Um, my number five is Runaways, Supergirl, Legion, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and Preacher. Okay. Wait, wait a minute. You're watching Melissa Joan. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Chilling Adventures. Okay. Well, I was going to say. <laughs> I, I heard, heard it. Even nominate I heard that. it. <laughs> Sorry. No, the show was very good, though. <laughs> I, uh, I loved it. Like Joey said, it was a surprise for me. I didn't think I would love it, but I was into it. <laughs> uh, Jess, can we hear your votes? So these are my only two nulls because I did not get to watch enough of Supergirl or Runaways to really vote for them. So I, I don't feel comfortable voting for, for either one in in any way. And then I'm going to go Preacher, Legion, and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Nice. Oh, nice. we're going to get a Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I, loved, I really loved that show. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. I love the holiday special. I'm good. I'm, I'm yeah, good. the holiday special, the solstice <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really, great. really good. Yeah. I love how dark they went with it. I love... I, I just, yeah. Some of those episodes are scary. They are, and I loved it. I loved that for it. I, I love was, the yeah, uh, they didn't hold back. one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it took me like three days to get to that dream, the sleep catcher one, because I was terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> continue. Uh, yeah, Bob, there, your vote, There's please. a lot of math going to go on here, because <laughs> uh, this is the null category, because, look, I have a dumb TV, and I have the lowest tier cable possible. So... I I vote for Supergirl, and I've got nulls across the board because I didn't catch up. All right. So let me let me get the calculator out. All right. Well, you're calculating that. I can do the uh, listeners if you want. Sure. Okay. Here we go. I'll do bottom to top for this one. Our listeners, thank you all for for taking the votes, the polls. Uh, We got a lot of responses coming in with six percent of the votes. Other. Wow. <laughs> Bob, do some math. <laughs> Never heard of that. Uh, Is it any good? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 10% of the vote goes to Preacher. 14% of the vote goes to Supergirl. 15% of the vote goes to Runaways. 23% of the vote goes to... In second place, according to our listeners, Legion. Oh! And 32% of the votes going to our uh, listeners' top choice for best television series based on a comics property of 2018, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Which I believe, looking at those uh, rankings, matches up pretty much exactly with my votes over here. (laughs) (laughs) Joey's just—he's just on it. He's got Joey's it. Got I got my—I uh, got my finger on the pulse. Okay. He's got. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd be right, Joey. Our vote goes with the math all done. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina with twenty-two point five points, nudging out Legion at twenty. Wow. We read Runaways, Preacher, Supergirl, Legion, and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Damn. Very cool. All right. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. 
is our best television series. Obviously, based. I'm the biggest Preacher fan in the world. <laughs> hey, I watched um, the first season so of Preacher, and it was awesome. No, it is. It's very good. These are hard. Um, yeah. So have we agreed with our listeners twice? Mm-hmm. Wow, this has never happened. Before. Never happened. <laughs> Just it'll, it'll change. Yeah. It'll change, very it'll change real worry. quick. Don't yeah. Worry. All right, moving on to the next category, just knocking them down. We have Best Publisher. Uh, our nominees for Best Publisher are Dynamite, IDW Publishing, DC Comics, Boom Studios, and Image Comics. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get that exclamation point in. Good job, Steve. Boom. Yes, Boom. I am a professional. <laughs> That's what I do. Or a pirate, depending on what week it is. Can, um, can I say something? Yeah, you know I love Boom. Every I love I've I've championed Boom for years, and but... when, when they won um, last year or two years ago, I I peed myself. Um, <laughs> but I will say, with that said, love Boom to death. With that said, I think Image had a great turnaround year this year. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think there were a couple of years there where a lot of their output was a lot of the same, and it felt like a lot of the same. Mm-hmm. And I think this year in particular, Image has really diversified their line and put out some really great mainstay books like Saga and Wicked and Divine and the Brubaker Phillips stuff and all uh, all the stuff that you go to uh, Descender and all, all the stuff that you go to Image for, it's there. <laughs> But they have put out consistently really interesting, really dynamic, really different books this year in a way that I think um, goes beyond uh, some of the some of the, the past years. And I think they had a really really great year. And that's what I'll say. I happen to agree with yeah. Master Bridgeino. I, I will agree with you as well. Indeed. I I had a great time reading Dynamite books this year. Yeah, tell us about that. Mm. Lot, lots of licensed stuff, and sometimes that's turned into some oddball, weird places. And you know, their change came when Gail Simone curated some of their lines some while back and gave us a revamp, Vampirella, whatever, uh, Deja Thoris, and in this year particularly, we had uh, Elvira, we had some Betty Page, and my favorite, one of my favorites of the year was Nancy Drew. Yes. Which was just awesome. And, you know, I know there was, we had a huge debate some while back on our show about some comments Eric Stevenson made about licensed comics. But two of our publishers on this list, I I will speak to IDW too, IDW and Dynamite did great jobs with licensed books. And those characters that people are familiar with from other medium bring people to our medium to read books. So, So kudos to them. So, amen. Indeed. Yes. The dog agrees. <laughs> the dogs agree. Sorry. At least somebody agrees with me. That's what we're going to go with. <laughs> Which one was that, Jess? Who, that was who, Dexter. Hello, that's, Dexter. That's, that's my, my boy, Dex, always being loud. <laughs> Doggos. Uh, does anybody else want to say anything for any publisher in the mix? Mm. No. I just like my people that dc comics covers dc comics young animal and vertigo yeah so yes. if you enjoyed anything from any of those three labels <laughs> <from all that>. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> what? <laughs> what if i hated something from somebody oh you can downvote dc comics oh, okay. all right all right okay, <laughs> okay. here we all go. right here, here we, we go. go 
in order from bottom to top for me, IDW Publishing, Dynamite, DC Comics, Boom Studios, Image Comics with a bullet for number one. They killed it this year. Mm. Um, Jess. Um, so for me, it's Dynamite, IDW, Boom, <gasps> DC Comics, and Image Comics. Mm. Melissa. Uh, I've got DC at number five, IDW, Dynamite, Boom and image at the top. Image comics, cleaning it up. Uh, Joey, you're up. Bottom to top. Dynamite, DC, IDW, Boom, Image Whoa. Comics at the top. Whoa! Will it be a clean sweep? <laughs> I'm a little disappointed that nobody's going with dynamite. <laughs> Thank, I was going to, but now it's going. Thank you. Oh, where are you? You're gonna kill Step Joey. On my, step on my punch we line. need him Go at least Go until Bob. the end of the show. You'll do it. You'll do it better than me. Okay. Bob, uh, bottom, when you're ready, you can read your list. Bottom to top: DC, IDW, Image, Dynamite, <laughs> and Boom. Wow, Bob. Whoa, Bob, that mainstay man. He is not a fair weather fan like me. <laughs> didn't they win the last two years yeah in a dude row? because like, i was laying on the ground praying to praying to the lucifer i know where are you now <laughs> i you don't I care just, anymore i'm playing the room man <laughs> fair I, weather I, fair I, weather friend. Fair, yeah. fair, fair weather fan joey are you reading fence by any chance no and how I are you first, not reading i that read book. the first volume and a half and i loved it to death and i the, they had a great year too mecca did you Fence, yeah. by night, Misfit City. Like, I love Boom. Don't get me wrong. Lucy Dreaming. Like, it is my my favorite. Lumberjanes? Lumberjanes. Backstagers? It is, it is. I will always read a Boom book, but yeah. I needed to recognize the good year that Image had. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all. Okay. Joey's That's trying it. to say it's not you, it's me. It's not you. It's not, <laughs> no, it's it's not me. It's actually you. It's, it's actually you. <laughs> All right. Let's before before who's Bob, our oh, listener. Bob. Yeah, who's our listener? Joyce? Yeah, go ahead. Um the listener votes are with one percent of the vote, dynamite. <laughs> with four percent of the vote, IDW. With 9% of the vote, and I could probably imagine which other this is, other. <laughs> 13% goes Begins to, with an M. Huh? 13% goes to boom. And the big jump here to 27% for DC, Vertigo, Young Animal. And taking the top spot from our listeners with 45% of the vote, wow. Image Comics. Hot well, damn. For us, bottom to top, IDW. Dynamite and DC tied. Mm. Boom. And image. Wow. Three for three here. Three with for listeners. three with the listeners. I love it. <laughs> What's next, boss? All right. Uh, okay, so this is where it's going to start to get ugly. <laughs> Our next category is best breakthrough artist. Um, 
here are the nominees. Jen St. Ange. Jen Bartel. Kristen Gudznuck. Marguerite Sauvage. And Caitlin Yarsky. Woof. That's a good yes. category. This is another one I've, I've erased like this five is, times. Yeah. Mine's a short um, I'm still like looking at it like, I, I, I don't know. I am going to throw uh, the floor to anybody who wants to vouch for any of their favorite artists. Was there anything that anybody read yes. that like you took new Change. notice of yeah. somebody? Yes. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Joey. My vote, I'll tell you right now, number one vote is, is Kristen Gutsnuck. I read Making Friends and Modern Fantasy and the a I, I i find the eccentricity of the style wonderful i, I you know just talking about the boom stuff from before mm-hmm. you know i'm into that kind of mo- mode of of illustration but the detail that she includes the in jokes the sight gags the little bits in the in the chicken fat the, yeah, yeah the little yeah. The, the the names on the cereal boxes <laughs> everything right? it's so yeah. cool. the detail is, is is so spectacular i was reading making friends today in the office and i was laughing out loud not at the story which is wonderful and we'll talk about when we get to the graphic novels but some of just the little the little bits the little little words that she includes on the on in the mall scene yep. right like the, the, the names and stuff. Stuff. Lord, lord invader right like it's so <laughs> yeah. so funny and yeah. I, that is just like a a uh, an understanding of what comic books can be that moves beyond just artwork this is pictures and words put together and and i wasn't really locked into that until i read her graphic novel which was just her you know um reading reading modern fantasy you know she's working with the writer and 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 Really making friends on that scale, seeing her work on that scale, her sense of humor, her her style, that put her right to the top of this list for me. Boom, done, lock it in. Right on, man. Mm-hmm. I'll, okay. I'll, 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 while we're on that subject, as, as I said at the time when I, I placed Kristen's name in nomination, the definition to me of what a breakthrough artist is, Hinch Girl from Little Scout Comics, Picked up by Dark Horse for reprints leads to modern fantasy, leads to making friends for Scholastic with then another volume of that on the way. Yeah. Shh, that's a secret. But there's another volume on the way. <laughs> uh, um, Remind me watch... not to tell you where my bodies are buried, Bob. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Uh, I'm very bad at it. The, the idea of making the steps forward and everything you say, Joey, is is so accurate it is it is a style that is simple and cartoony until you look at it and then it's wow what's all this going on so many times you can reread her work and it gets better every time so yeah i'm with you on that one spoiler alert Um, Melissa, would you like to go to bat for Caitlin Yarsky and I'll echo you or? I mean, I feel like I, I went to bat with her pretty hard in the nominations episode. Um, well, there. I feel like, I mean, for me, Caitlin, um, and Jen are both 
like Mar- Marguerite Sauvage, like I know who she is. I've known who she is for a while. And for me, breakout artist is somebody that like I feel like exploded um, and did a lot with a small, you know, small space in the comics uh, industry. And I feel like uh, while Jen Bartel's been around a little bit longer, you know, I see her everywhere now, and I see people talking everywhere about her art. And the same with Caitlin. And Caitlin's got one comic series under her belt, and I think she did just mind blowing things with that one piece of work. So and cinematic, I think, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I think that she's done things that are, are super unique in, in comic books, um, in her style. And I just, I don't, I, I just, I see people constantly talking about how excited they are to at, to see what she's going to do next, and people constantly asking her and her kind of having to field questions all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, yeah, I think it's, I think that she is the one that for me just kind of like, you know, if I hadn't picked up that one comic, I wouldn't know who she was. Until I picked up that one comic, and then all of a sudden it was like, who is making this art? <laughs> this yeah. is insane. Um, from facial, you know, from facial features down to the framing of her panels and her pages mm-hmm. to the interesting way that she colors things to create emotions in every page. And yeah, Caitlin just blew my mind this year. So she's she she's automatically number one for me. Yeah. Um, I'll also say she's, she's very high on my list. I, uh, I just reread coyotes from beginning to end the other night and I hadn't gotten to see, I think I read one issue into the second arc and then got distracted by other stuff. So I read through the whole thing and wow, I was blown away by so many of the pages throughout that series, both seeing them, you know, for the, again, and then seeing them for the first time, but like, how straight like dead on Cronenbergian she gets <laughs> with her, her like body dysmorphic stuff and, and, and the transformations and all of that. And it's just so gruesome and so incredibly cool. And I just, I loved that series. The second half, as good as the first arc was that second half was killer. Uh, I really, really wish that 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 book was continuing in some way. Maybe it will down the road. But um, as far as like a debut goes, and that's her her only book. It's a it's one of the most stunning uh, debuts of the year. Absolutely, yeah, huge future uh, for Caitlin. Obviously, yeah, yeah, she's one she's one of those creators that like I I hear that her name is on a book. I will check it We're out. We're gonna go to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's like I don't want to see Coyotes end, but at the same time, I really want to see her do more stuff. Sure. I want to yeah. see what else she can universe. do yeah. with anything. <laughs> I just want to see what she's going to do. I would love to see her on a Wonder Woman story. I think she would do really well with all the, the all the mythology creatures and stuff. And yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, quickly, I, I do want to have him just mention Nancy Drew. Jen St. Ange on Nancy Drew hmm. delivered a really wonderful modern take on that. Very stylish. And her work on Giant Days, that special was please good stuff just good stuff so <laughs> so again well, this is another one of these categories i've gone through two erasers on this one changing numbers and moving around and they're moving around as we speak so 
Jess, how about you? You got anybody? You, you got any horses in this race? You want to? Win? I don't. I don't. I don't want to champion for one person. I want to champion for all of these ladies. Yeah. Okay. I would like <laughs> to point out that this is a category of just women. That that for me, I don't know if it's the same for Melissa to look at that and see that happen is pretty exciting. And I think yeah. each one of these yeah. ladies are fantastic. And if I can vote all of them the same, I would because I think it's just amazing to see all of these women in comics uh, doing just absolutely beautiful artwork and amazing things. So Amen. I'm gonna get a little Amen. cheesy with it. Sorry. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Could probably easily come up with a list in my head of five more women to add to the list. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Go, ladies in comics. Kick ass. <laughs> yeah. We're a class act. We know what we're yeah. doing. <laughs> All right. Are we good to vote? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Because that'll get me to put my eraser away, Steve. Yes. Let's let's just do yeah, it. Yeah. I've I've let's moved a few it. names around as well. Mm. All right. Here we go. My list from bottom okay. to top. Jen Bartel. Marguerite Sauvage. Jen Saint-Ange. Kate Winyarski. And Kristen Gudsnuck. I would just like to say, uh, much of, of spinning out of what Jess had said, this is an amazing list of nominees for this category. Uh, and... Everybody impressed the hell out of me this year. Uh, the reason that I'm voting for Kristen was there was no there was no other artist this year that brought me as much joy as she did when I was looking at her stuff and reading her stuff. Um, and I just I, I had to vote her number one because I've had some good times uh, with her books this year. So uh, who wants to go next? Sure, I'll um, jump in. I haven't gone second in a while. Sure. Uh, Marguerite Savage, Jen Bartel, Caitlin Yarsky, Jen Saint-Ange, Kristen Gudsnuck. All right. Joey. Marguerite Sauvage, Jen Bartel, Jen Saint-Ange, Caitlin Yarsky, Kristen Gudsnuck. Oh. All right. Uh, Melissa. Uh, I've actually got Kristen Gudsnuck on my bottom. Okay. Uh, Marguerite Sauvage, number four. Jen St. Ange, uh, Jen Bartel, and Caitlin Yarsky. Nice. Yar. Yar. <laughs> <laughs> Yar. Yar. Uh, oh, no. The pirate voice is going to come back. Arr. Talk about Aquaman. <laughs> um, Jess, can you please no, save us from my lunacy? Really? Because I really want to do all of this in a pirate voice now. Um, <laughs> Yar! Yar! Marguerite Gerard! <laughs> is my bottom. Jen St. Ange, uh, Caitlin Yarsky, Jen Bartel, and Kristen Gunsuck. All right. Oh, nice. I absolutely loved making friends in modern fantasy as well, so I can't. I just, yeah. Loved. All right. All um let's see bob do you need time to do the uh, i'm doing if you want to vamp go right ahead let's uh let's do the listener results bottom to top jen st Ange with 10 percent of the vote Kristen gudsnuck with 15 percent of the vote caitlin yarsky with 18 percent of the vote yeah marguerite sauvage with 20 percent of the vote and at wow. the top jen bartell with 32 percent of the vote 
Wow. Yes. That was a tough one. I have a feeling ours mm. won't look like that at all. No. <laughs> no. We are bottom to top. Marguerite Savage, Jen Bartel, Jen St. Ange, Caitlin Yarsky, Kristen Godsnock. Wow. Yeah. In very a nice. very tight race. Congratulations, Kristen. That's awesome. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oof. It's been a lot of lot of fun. I mean, she listens to the show, so it's weird to kind of talk <laughs> about her. But like, <laughs> you did a lot of great things this year. So. And those holiday cards must have swung the votes. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my frame. I'm still waiting for mine. <laughs> I all love right. my holiday card. All right, all right, all right, all right. Another tough one coming. Another tough one coming up. All right, we have the category for best breakthrough writer. The nominees, best breakthrough writer, are Saladin Ahmed, Chris Sabella, Jeremy Whitley, <laughs> Scotty Young, and Leah Williams. Mm. Who would like to talk about somebody? I think I'm good. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Uh. Yeah. I Go will ahead. say I want I want to champion a little bit. I don't really have to char- champion for for Jeremy Whitley, but I have to say when I dove into Raven when he was coming on our show, he he joined us on Sunday, and I got to have a lovely conversation with him and his lovely daughter. Um, I am in love with that book. <laughs> I am in love Pirate with Raven. Princess, I, yeah, yeah. Pirate Princess. Yeah, like I am in love with it. It is amazing, and uh, he was he's just absolutely lovely, and that's where it, that's that's my championing. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Piggybacking on that, the positivity he exhibits for through his books and in the industry itself is something really special. We've seen that from moment one with Princeless all the way back. So the other folks on this list, Chris Sabella's crowded, solid Ahmed Abbott, Leah Williams, the what if and moving forward. If if nothing else, Joey, the moment we spent with Leah Williams at that Women of Marvel panel gets her on this list. We get writing books. And Middle West, uh, again, I've gone through an eraser on this one, but let's get to voting because otherwise I'm going to change it again. <laughs> Unless someone else wants to jump in. I'm telling you, Sharpie, it's done. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I, I think a lot of these, you've just got to look at the books that they've they've written and and how good all of them are. Like, Scotty Young, I Hate Fairyland, Deadpool, Bully Wars, and Middle West were all super fun. And for somebody who is usually thought of always as the artist, he had a hell of a 2018 showing people what he can do with his writing style. And Mm -hmm. there's something so, like childlike but about his stuff but then you read something like that first issue of middle west and you see how emotional and brutal right Mm -hmm. yeah like that blew me away i was just like get out of here this is crazy um so anyway it's really it's been awesome to see him branch out and do a lot of stuff this year and really just show people what he's capable of uh other than just being an absolutely incredible artist so he is a double threat of a creator um all right yeah i mean i'm cool if everybody just wants to to get to voting let's do it yeah let's do it all right uh melissa i would like for you to go first okay uh my number five is solid and ahmed uh my number four is leah williams my number three is scotty young 
My number two is Jeremy Whitley. Whitley! And my number one is Christopher Sabella, who I could not stop reading this year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Good stuff. Uh, Bob, why don't you go next? Scotty Young, Lee Williams, Saladin Ahmed, Chris Sabella, Jeremy Whitley. All right. All right. Uh, I'll go real quick. Leah Williams, Chris Sabella, Saladin Ahmed, Scotty Young, Jeremy Whitley. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Nobody <laughs> ever gets tired of it, ever. Yeah. <laughs> Including Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder what Caitlin thinks of the whole pirate thing. <laughs> it's probably just like, oh, God. Every time. <laughs> Uh, who was going to go? Bob, you were going to go? Bob went already. Bob I went. went already. Well, who's supposed to go now? I got, I got sidetracked. Joey. 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 It's me or Joey. Pick, pick Joey. Go ahead. <laughs> number five, Scotty Young. Number four, Saladin Ahmed. Number three, Whitley. Number two, <laughs> Leah Williams. Number one, Chris Sabella. Ooh. Joey, like tight, tight race, race for that top race, yeah. spots, yeah. Forever stirring the pot. Yeah, I don't mess around. <laughs> Let me yes. ask you this: wow. Have you have you kept all of your votes the same since you wrote them in Sharpie? Have you deviated at all? No, not yet. Oh, it's wow, in okay. Sharpie. I changed one for a later category. Oh, okay. So technically, that Sharpie has been changed, but all the Sharpie has stayed so far. Okay. I told you, finger on the pulse. I think I've only made one change so far. All right, Jess. All right. So, uh, Leah Williams, Saladin Ahmed, Scotty Young. This was hard, but Chris Sabella and Jeremy Whitley. Whitley! Whitley! I might have All been right. persuaded. <laughs> let's, uh, let's stop torturing our listeners. And Joey, why don't you tell us what our uh, listeners said? All right, bottom to top, Scotty Young, Whitley, Saladin Ahmed, and the top two in second place with 23% of the vote, Chris Sabella, meaning Leo Williams with a whopping 42% of the vote. Wow, that's awesome. I I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, (laughs) the top two on this list were very actively sending their they were very actively campaigning for themselves to win. They were they were racing against each other. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I want to see the response tweets. It was, it was pretty entertaining to watch yeah. the two of them. <laughs> Meanwhile, Willie was like, "I'm a catchphrase. I'll win." He's like, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'll win because it's familiar. <laughs> it, it, it All right. Rolls off the tongue for us, Leah Williams. Selden Ahmed, Scotty Young, and in a very tight race, Jeremy Whitley nudged out Chris Sabella to be our choice. Jeremy Whitley is our breakthrough writer for 2018. Hey! <laughs> well met, Sir Whitley. Unstoppable Wasp, Raven, Princeless, yeah. Rainbow Bright, Rainbow Bright. My yeah. Little Pony, Nightmare right. Nights, Vampire yeah. like, come on. You could yeah. say Whitley was unstoppable in 2018, and his hey. future looks bright. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Drop it on us. 
Yes. There you go. Princeless oh. Raven. Oh, I Write it that. down. My it Little Pony Dark Knights. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our next category. Which Congratulations, is. Jeremy. Yes. Okay. Oh wow, are we really there already? No. Where are, are we? we into are we into like yeah. the deep water now? We're into we the are. Deep waters. Yes. Um, oh god. Okay. No, we're not doing that one next. Let's do best single issue or one shot. I have a vote. I'm sorry I keep starting these, but I have something very strong to say. Okay. Okay. Go for it. I adored Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number 36. <laughs> the silent issue with the freaking ghost library. <laughs> I was just, I was reading this issue and I was like, this is so fun. I love Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. It is just an adorable book. It makes me happy. Is this a ghost? Is this a ghost librarian? Why didn't Bob tell me about this book? This is the best <laughs> book I've ever read in my life. This is the best single issue I've ever read in my life. This is my number one pick. That was the sequence of events. That happened. There's that moment where she's wearing the t-shirt that says, like, this is yeah, going well. It's all going and then, well, yes. And then Tony Stark is like, really? And she takes off the shirt and it says, this is all terrible. And I'm like, this is the smartest, most wonderful, funniest book I've read in a long time. And we'll get to it when we get to the overalls and ongoing and all that stuff, too. But I think Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, number 36... I read that issue first when I was reading, rereading Squirrel Girl. I made sure to just read the book in isolation, 36, to see if it really was a great single issue. And it really was. Um, Craft-wise, storytelling-wise, it stands on its own. You can give that issue of that book to anybody, and I guarantee they'll go back and read the rest of that comic because um, 36 was just a wonderful, wonderful issue. And then the rest of the series is is great as well, but but 36 is... I made sure to read that first. Um, And you all know how I feel about Backstagers as well for a lot of the same reasons it's just a, a bright spot in my life backstagers but um squirrel girl number 36 uh shot all the way to the top of my list um after reading it Ooh. hot uh, damn I'm, I'm brooke Lemp. <laughs> all right so that's an argument uh does anybody else have any single issues that they want to vouch for i can't top what joey just did but um there have been a lot of silent issues over the years we've we've covered a lot of them the damien issue of uh which which batman was it back three years ago don't don't have the issue number oh the 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 silent batman issue yes oh Uh, god number 17 i think you're right yes uh this this squirrel girl 36 i have given this as a gift to a a a new reader who I gave a Squirrel Girl doll to, the Marvel Rising toy, and she was playing with the toy. She's four, playing with the toy and going through the book. And I was in awe as just sitting there at Christmas, like, yeah, okay, this is this is bigger than I think it is. So yeah, thank you, Joey. <laughs> I'm just, I'm over the moon. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, let's vote before I, I I can't read my own writing. Uh, it's eighteen, actually, not seventeen. Seven. Can okay. I, okay. Go ahead, say, Melissa. Please. Like, I'm not going to champion too hard for my number one because y'all know what it is, and I do think it was the most powerful issue of the year um, mm. for everybody. But 
I will say that we're getting into books now that like I had to read a lot of stuff that is not at all in my wheelhouse for these these uh, coming mm-hmm. categories. Um, this one, four out of five of these books I'd never read. So, um, and I read them all to prepare for this. Yes. But um, it was really it was really interesting because there were things that I felt very strongly that I did not like at all, and then there were things that I was like, oh wow, this is really cool. Like. I never would have picked this up, but I was really excited to find some, you know, some gems in here. That's why and you're you, Melissa. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Always willing to try. And a lot of my a lot of my decisions ended up just coming down to strictly like, yeah, I really don't like that book. And so it's hard for me to vote for anything about it, you know. But there's yeah. a lot of that I a lot of ones that I put at the top of my list that I, I was didn't think I would ever be interested We're in. We're gonna find out which one she hated real <laughs> soon. Right now. Um, I mean, everybody heard what I had to say the last time that we were here for What If Magic number one. Uh, I don't know where that landed on your list, Melissa, but that was definitely one of my favorites of the year. I love Doctor Strange. I really love magic. And it was really cool to have a one and done that told a story that more than anything, I so want to see more of that. Mm. And, you know, when you design a one shot, the idea is to, you know, inspire, hopefully inspire like a continuing thing, um, or at least with some. And that was the one that I read this year that really just took me to a place where I wanted to follow that character to wherever she might go. And and it, it told such a complete um, like passing of the torch for the, the Sorcerer Supreme. And it's gorgeous because I love Felipe Andre. So anyway, uh, does anybody have anything else? No. no. Right. Oh, so another tough category. Let's have Melissa. Yeah. Let's give go. her votes. All right. Best single issue or one shot. It's the last time I'm going to have this kind of heat on me. So <laughs> <clears throat> my number five is backstage. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Joey. I just could not read it. (laughs) Uh, My number four is unbeatable squirrel girl. Uh, My number three is wonder woman. Number 51. My number two is what if magic and my number one is saga. Number 54. Uh, Yeah. I read what if magic and I thought to myself, is this what Dr. Strange is like? Because goddamn, why haven't I been reading Doctor Strange? Yes, uh, <laughs> it very much is. is. Yeah, yes. had so much fun with that book. <laughs> the Jason Aaron run on that—he was always that. I had so much fun mm-hmm. with that book. Yeah, that Oof. issue. Yeah. Right. Nice. Yay! Yay! All right, Jess. Sure. Boys, don't hate me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number five is What If Magic. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> my number four is Backstagers. Uh, number five, uh, number number three is Wonder Woman number fifty one. Number two is Saga number fifty four, and my number one is Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number thirty six. It was That's wonderful. Me. That's me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I knew it. I was like, I've been quiet. I'm like, God, he's gonna hate me right now. Why? <laughs> no, no one's hating anyone. I, I don't think any of them. This is the problem. Okay, right? We voted for all the best stuff that we like, so it's not like. I don't know, like, and um, I, I don't mind. I, I like backstagers. I like what if magic, but I like the other ones just a little bit better. That's right. all. There you That's go. All. I don't think they were bad. Don't hate me. I love. Don't you. worry. <laughs> You'll get yours. 
<laughs> I have one for all of you. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> it's totally fine. Totally, totally fine. I'll remember this. Okay. Uh, Joey, would you like to read your list? No. Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Jim. Joey's left the room. <laughs> Joey's gone. We've crushed the screen. Number five. What if magic? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Saga number 54. What? Ooh. Number three. <laughs> you just changed that list, you liar. No. Number three. Wonder Woman. It says Sharpie. Number three. Wonder Woman number 51. Number two. Backstage is Halloween. And number one, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, number 36. All right. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it could depend on you. This is the category that breaks us, huh? Um, Well, yeah, because here it comes. Please reach out. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, What if magic? Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no. Mutiny. Saga 54. Yes. Holy shit. Backstage's Halloween special. Oh! Wonder Woman 51, Squirrel Girl 36. Bob and I were lined up, except for the Wonder Woman backstage switch. Just making his way around the table, (laughs) stabbing everybody everybody on the way. It's like musical chairs with a knife. That was the the category. Well, go ahead, Bob. You're tallying, right? No, no, no. We still have Steve. Yeah, I still have to go. It doesn't matter what Steve votes for. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Steve's gonna be like number five. What if magic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Number five. Backstage is Halloween intermission. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Wonder Woman number fifty one. Number three. What if magic number one? Ooh. Number two. The unbeatable squirrel goal number thirty six. Number one. Saga number fifty four. Damn! Oh, wow, this is some nonsense. I thought Joe. I thought Joey was who I had to depend on all along, but no, I was wrong. No, 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 I got you, boo. No, you know how I feel about single issues. But here's the thing about this category. This is the category where all of us picked one thing, and <laughs> and we were never gonna let go of that one thing. And who's the person yeah. that let go of the one thing? Me. I put okay. Squirrel Girl on the top. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'll give you all some spoilers for next year's uh, next year's best of this category might not be here. So enjoy it (laughs) while it lasts. I guess we have that debate. Yeah. Unless we can talk off air and really figure it out and really nail it down. I think I might vote to to come up with something in its place because this is just. Let's see what the listeners thought. Yeah. 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 Let's see if they uh, agree with with me and, and Bob here. (laughs) <laughs> I wonder if they and, do. And, and bottom yeah. of the list. Bottom of the yeah, list. Again, I put girl on number one. Yeah. Bottom of the list. Backstage or Halloween special. Fourth place. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number Aww. 36. Wonder Woman 51 in, in third place. Second place. What if Magic number one. And with a whopping... 42% of the vote. Saga number 54. <laughs> saga number 54 Wait, was that way jump, you know. That jump yeah. is... You know saga us. 54 has 42%. What if Magic in second place has 17%? Wow. We have the best listeners. Our listeners are smart. 
it was an it was an awesome issue, and it brought me up short as I got to that last page or so. There's it was no great question. in the context of the story arc. Yes. <laughs> Which, oh, let's not go. Let's All not right, go hoisting by one's own petard. Please let's let's uh, let's read ago. the results. So Here we, we go. Steve, sorry. Um, what if magic? It's okay. Backstagers. Wonder Woman fifty one. Saga number 54, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number 36. What? Wow. What? That's insane. Wow. Best single issue. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's because I betrayed you, Melissa. It is. <laughs> I tell you, if, on that list, I would not have thought that Unbeatable Squirrel Girl would beat out Saga. <laughs> I well, wouldn't I mean, either, not. Melissa. I, I gotta tell you. But isn't that the whole point of the Unbeatable either, Score Girl? Either, but I wound up voting for it. <laughs> Unbeatable Score Girl, that that scrappy, uh, scrappy yeah. underdog there. I thought I was being revolutionary, voting for Doctor Strange at the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great book. All right, <clears throat> all right. That took a lot out of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, a tough one. Emotional. We got we got some more categories to go, buddy. The big ones are coming. Yeah, they're coming up. Um, trying to decide where to go next. I feel like, uh, how about best story arc? Yeah, let's ooh. do it. Ooh, ooh. Makes sense. All right, let's do that, and then we'll we'll get into the nitty-gritty okay. of this thing. All right, so here we go. The category, best comic book story arc. We have Ms. Marvel, Teenage Wasteland. Saga, whatever, volume nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harrow County. Um, Melissa, what is the name of that? Dunn. Dunn Come Back. Dunn Dun Come, come back. back. Harrow County, Dunn Come Back. I have all these in shorthand. Why did I do that to myself? Uh, Batman, Rules of Engagement. And the Mighty Thor, mm. the Death of the Mighty Thor. All right, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, no. Well, we, um, let's vamp a little. Here, um... It was my pick to start with, so I'm just going to tell you about Jason Aaron, Russell Downerman, and the death of the Mighty Thor, a storyline three, four years in the making that lands in a place where, having reread it twice now over the last couple of weeks as we go, continues to be emotional and gripping, sad, uplifting, surprising all at once and for all the the heat that he's taken for having done what he did in the sense of taking a supporting character and elevating her to the goddess of thunder holy mackerel this was a book that brought so many people into comics jane foster as thor sold more books than thor and for those people who want to complain about you know, those all those comic gates folks, well, here's here's your answer. Here's a great story with a great character, and it's cosmic and personal at once. So my vote's going to be, spoiler alert, Death of the Mighty Thor. I got to say, Bob, is there an extra seat next to you? Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Does anybody else want to say anything for a story arc that they want to champion? I just want to say this was the hardest category for me, personally. Did you read all of them? Uh, I did. 
Um, but it was really hard because trying to jump into a story arc with multiple characters that I don't have much familiarity with is was really tricky. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel sure. like, you know, like I don't I didn't really I don't have enough uh backstory on any of these. Well oh, Batman. Everybody knows Batman's backstory. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Um, but you know, I just, I didn't, I didn't like from not reading any of these characters for a very, very long time. It was really tricky mm-hmm. to drop in and read like four or five issues of something and yeah. get a good feel for it. But I tried. Um, you had, you had two, kinda, two horses in the race. I think, it, yeah, 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 I yeah. did. And, but I think it kind of comes down to, you know, and this one for me was just like, which ones I could enjoy, like as a freestanding sort of arc in what yeah. they are, because they didn't mm-hmm. have any history on three of these. To pull from, so. All right, well, in the interest of science, what are your votes? Uh, My number five is Ms. Marvel. Uh, My number four is Mighty Thor. Um, My number three is Batman. And my number two is Harrow County. And my number one is Saga, which is probably not super surprising. All right. (laughs) I would I would Batman at three. I really yeah, am. I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. Those little that issues cat. of Batman actually. Right. I like. I flew through them, and the artwork was beautiful too, which helped a lot. Well, Joel so, Jones. She'll yeah, come I love. I love Joel Jones. Yeah. I didn't even realize she was on the book until I pulled it up, and I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> I know this art. <laughs> I know this feels like familiar. I got where I'm going." No, I loved it. I thought it was, and also like. Talia al Ghul was cool. I didn't know she was in there either. And I'm a little bit familiar with that character. So I thought it was really fun. And I thought that fight scene, you know, oh, with her and, uh, and Catwoman is so, so interesting. Just watching them kind of like have this deep conversation about their childhoods while they swing at each other. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was great. And it was you fun to see place. Batman kind of sit on the sidelines for once, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about that. I'm not going to lie. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited that you read and enjoyed Batman. Did. Yeah. I could easily have read more of it. Ooh. Hey. Ooh. You should read the Joker issues, man. They're good. Yeah. 48, 49, 50. 49, 50. 48, 49, 50. 49, 49. Yeah. Right. 50 yeah. is the There's wedding, new right. White Knight coming out, man. Don't push it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Jess, why don't you give us your votes? <sighs> this was so hard. <laughs> this was really this was really hard. Um, Harrow County, Miss Marvel, Mighty Thor. This was my hard one because I love Batman, but I also really love Saga. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm actually going to say Batman and then Saga. Yeah. I, I really do. Like, I don't talk about it a lot because everybody else talks about it, but I love Saga. And I was sad to see it stop. And it was very good. Very wow. good. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, right. we're a couple of months into the year sabbatical already. Hopefully. I know. Hopefully that's yeah. all it is. Crossing my fingers. <laughs> Been at least, what, like three months? I'd say would be back by the summer. I hope so. Yeah. Once this show is done, I'm not going to talk about it anymore until it comes back. Yo, what if they (laughs) finally figured out? That's your first new episode, Melissa, when you come back to talk about the new saga. We're definitely going to have you on for that. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Lock it in. Lock it in. in. Imagine if uh, Legendary announces a saga film and or television (gasps) series through that deal they made with Brian K. Ball. Those announcements uh, are going to happen this year. And when they do. had a little baby stroke. I know, right? Get me a little excited. Oh, can't wait. Can't flip and wait. All right. Freeze them up. Blood pressure. Here we go. 
Um, Joey, you go next. Number five, Batman. Number four, Thor. Number three, Harrow County. Number two, Miss Marvu. And number one, Saga. Ooh. Wow. Upset. All right. I had a feeling you were going there when you didn't put him on the best issue list. Yeah, because that's how I feel about that story arc. It's a whole thing, and he earned it. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's not get him going again. <laughs> uh, Bob, why don't you go next? Okay. Harrow County, Batman, Saga, Ms. Marvel, Mighty Thor. <sighs> okay. That surprises me a little bit. My five. He's going to be the deciding votes. I think they are. It's, we have some close ones going here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Batman. Rules of engagement. Harrow County. Don't come back. Ms. Marvel. Teenage Wasteland. Saga. Volume 9. The Mighty Thor. Death of the Mighty Thor. Number one. I loved that story so much. Like, granted, a lot of that comes from having read the stuff before it, but what a way to stick the landing and have it be so beautiful and so impactful. I just, I loved that stuff. Anyway, um, Joey, do you want to tell us what our listeners thought? Sure. I would love to. Um, Fantastic. And and Melissa, don't forget that you love the listeners and their smarts and, 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 and they're always always there for you. Um, Number five, number five, from our listeners perspective, number five, Harrow County. Number four, Miss Marvel Teenage Wasteland. Number three, Saga. Number two, Batman. And number one, with a 34% of the votes, the Mighty Thor, the death of Mighty Thor. Let me tell you, the Talking Comics listeners have been hungry for a long time for a chance to vote for Thor on these shows. (laughs) I think you're right, Steve. This is a long time coming. This is their time. This is their moment. Yeah. It also helps that it was amazing. It was yeah. very good. Uh, so very, very tough category, of course. And we are Batman Rules of Engagement, Harrow County, a tie. Ms. Marvel, Teenage Wasteland, Mighty Thor, and the winner, Saga. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Fantastic. This is going well for me. How do you feel, Melissa? I'm I'm a little hurt by Harrow County. Everybody right. put Harrow County at the bottom. Girl, you can't no, have just Jess and I. Just Jess First of yeah. all, Harrow County was number three on my list. Why Second of all, girl, you had Saga so in number hard. one. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Lovely. I love Harrow County. His artwork. I watch his videos like all the time. <laughs> Don't get Painting watercolors. Stuff has to get ranked, and it's a it's tough. All right. Um, no, but Saga Saga is a worthy winner. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That 
arc is devastating and, and a gut punch absolutely yeah seriously mm-hmm. what a what a way to to go out for uh for a vacation pretty awesome so congratulations to brian k vaughn and fiona staples for their win for image uh, image saga yeah. number nine the, uh, by the way the i have continued finished, excellence of that series yeah i have finished the statesman whiskey so it's a little, it's a little muddled. You're on out. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm nearly through this bottle. So next is up is tequila that I got from Aaron, and our friends Aaron and Jeff. So oh, you can't switch wow. to tequila right I'm now. Going to sure tequila. I can. I sure can. Watch me. <laughs> You're not here in the room. All right. What I would like to do right now is I would like to do our next category, which, which is. is best new comic. Oh, another tough one. All right, <sighs> I'm good. Locked in. No, you're not. <laughs> I haven't finished yet. Um, does anybody want to go with that? Yes. What's up? Okay, yes. go for it, Bob. Uh, considering her exit from Marvel with the much-missed Mockingbird, Chelsea Kane, Kate Niemzek on Maneaters, which is pointed, nasty, wonderful, layered bit of political satire in for those people who love things like bitch planet man eaters is right there for you it is wonderful silly at certain level but the idea of killer cat attacks i know it's outside the realm of what we're doing because it came out in the new comic year so to speak the last issue is a guide to boys about how to guard yourself against cat attacks (laughs) It is. This is the the book that is needed for right now in America, and I'm in love with Man Eaters. <laughs> it's, I can't. I can't hear that that title without having that song stuck in my head. Uh, hold on. Oh, here she goes. She's a man eater. All right. Uh, does anybody else want to talk about how awesome Gideon Falls um, is? Yeah, thank you, Melissa. Right, <laughs> Melissa, you brought that there because that was actually really a good read. I really enjoyed Gideon Falls a lot, so thank you for that. Was that your You're first welcome. time reading it? Yeah, yeah, I had never. Ooh, read Gideon Falls. tell us about it. What'd you think? It was just good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the weirdness of it and the, you know, should he be in the same asylum? I don't know. It was just crazy and it was really good. Yes, he should. Yes, he should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he should. Uh, you know, just the whole the priest, like, I don't know, it was just a little crazy and and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. In a never... year of like truly spectacular art and stories and stuff like that, I will never forget the first time that I turned the page in Gideon Falls number one and the priest is on the edge of the bed and everything has gone red with that like that wood grain art style that uh andre is using like it was just so intense i see it in my head right now and it's just chilling me to the bone anyway super love uh gideon falls um by by the way can i just say did we have an easy category uh, in any of these no no No. all of these were super tough no for sure i don't know i wrote all mine in sharpie (laughs) oh my you're you're a teacher that's that's the thing this was one of the hardest categories for me because I love all of these books almost equally. So, I'm, with I'm with you. And there were uh, one, two, three on this list that I think when we did the nomination shows, I felt much weaker about. And mm-hmm. then I actually read more of them and kind of 
fell in love with him more. So this was really hard. Wow. Sweet. Oh, boy. Can we predict a five-way tie, Joey? Can we lock that in? No. I know what the voters are. <laughs> oh. Let's have Joey read his votes. Yeah. Number five, Maneaters. Number four, Juke Joint. Number three, Gideon Falls. Number two, Weatherman. Number one, Crowded. Ooh. Ooh. Bold. Bold. Mm. <laughs> How about you, Bob? Uh, Gideon Falls, Weatherman, Juke Joint, Crowded, Maneaters. Oh, it's getting interesting now. Yes, it is. Maneaters got- moving around. All right. Melissa. Let's see. Number five is Maneaters, which I absolutely love, Bob. I just love a lot of other things, too. Yeah, no <laughs> uh, problem. Number four is Weatherman, which was a surprise for me because I really like that book a lot. Uh, number three was Juke Joint. And, of course, the top two were super hard for me. But number two is Gideon Falls. And number one is Crowded. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I gave Crowded a few extra points for surprising the hell out of me. It is a surprising book. It wasn't good. <laughs> I could not stop reading that book. I ate it up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jess. So I think I want to give Weatherman a null vo- vote. I don't. I don't want to vote for it. I feel bad because I really couldn't get through it. Like you, I explained. Like I couldn't do the dead dog thing. I couldn't yeah. do it. I just couldn't. I couldn't get through it because of that. So I think I'm just going to null that. I don't think it's fair to vote for it. I don't think the story is bad. I just. It, that it you. just that's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a wimp when it comes. No, you it's, can kill it's as many people. And, kill no. kill all the people. Don't kill the dog. Like just don't yeah. kill wow. <laughs> kill all the people you want. I I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm gonna give that a no point because I don't think it's fair. Um, then I'm gonna go with Juke Joint, Gideon Falls, Man Eaters, and Crowded. Though, like I said, I still love Gideon Falls so much. So I would like <laughs> to note. A, that Jess was able to stomach the dead horse in Bulls of Engagement. Yeah, no, yeah, I will. And, but I complained yeah. about the dead horse. But yes, oh, the, on air, repeatedly. Yeah, the dead, yeah. The, 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 that was really graphic in that book. And if that, yeah, like, that was, like, really, like, they blew the dog's head off and then tied yes. it around his neck. I couldn't handle yeah, it. Oh. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty it was, rank. It was rough. So it, I mean, the story I think is is strong, but I just not for me. Not for me. All right, that's <laughs> fair. All right, here we go. Juke joint, man eaters, the weatherman. Ooh. Crowded. Gideon Falls. It was a hot mess. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Joey, why don't you tell us what the listeners said? The listeners said... Did Joey do his already? Yeah, I voted. I voted first. Remember, I was like number five, (laughs) man-eaters. I remember that. (laughs) All right. From top to bottom. Sorry, from bottom to top. (laughs) Uh, Juke joint. Weatherman. Man-eaters. Gideon Falls. Ooh. And in first place for best new series, Crowded. Nice. Very cool. What was that percentage again? Uh, Crowded had 36% of the vote. Gideon Falls had 27. And then we dropped down to 13 for Maneaters, 11 for Weatherman, and 4 for Juke Joint. Okay. 
from our standpoint, we had Juke Joint at 11, Man Eaters at 13, Weatherman at 13.75, considering the null vote. Top two, Gideon Falls at 19, Crowded at three votes. Not bad. Our winner. Nice. Very cool. All right. Again, all worthy. I like this game. Worthy entries. <laughs> so Sabella so, so pulled out on top eventually anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Yeah, we definitely vote. have to contact him because he was real psyched to be nominated. <laughs> so it's awesome. Crowded is such a great book. I'm trying real hard to not say anything about this on Twitter right now. They're all great books. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't spoil the results. <laughs> no, Melissa's no, walking no, out no. the door. Leak. She's leaking it. <laughs> no. All right. Let's I have my hands in between my knees right now. <laughs> uh, we've come to the point in the show where everybody need needs to go drink. and get glasses, uh, some yeah. ice for their glasses, and re-up yeah. their drinks, and stop off the little boy and/or girl's room. And uh, when we come back, we're going to hit you with a bunch of the heavy categories. Uh, We'll see you in just a minute. We are back and we are ready to get into some more categories. Our next category is Best Original Graphic oh, yeah! Novel. This the is a worst, big one. The worst, the best. Oh. So big that we had to uh, we had to extend this to ten uh, again this year. That made it worse, Steve. Hey, yeah, it makes it, it, it made it terrible. Yeah. <laughs> We're only exposed to cooler stuff. All right. Yes, exactly. But. But, your, nom- your nominees for best original graphic novel are Lumberjanes, The Infernal Compass, Making Friends, Come Again, My Boyfriend is a Bear, uh. The Prince and the Dressmaker, My Heroes Have Always Been Junkies, Bingo Love, The Stowaways, About Betty's Boob, and On a Sunbeam. Okay, Steve, I'm going to go first. Yep, go for it. Because every one of these books has been in my number one spot at one point or another as I deliberated myself. As you say, we've we've been exposed to so many wonderful graphic novels here that picking and choosing over so many obviously personal works that have so many layers and so many things going on has been nearly impossible for me to pick and so thank you to everyone who brought something to the table for this because I'm a better person for having read these books Um, uh, if I'm going to stump for one it's making friends we've all been that new kid in school where you don't fit in and things aren't right and you imagine I could do something different. I could make this better if I could. And Danny in this book gets that opportunity and it doesn't quite go where you think it would or where she thinks it would. 
And the layers involved in the storytelling, in the artwork, something special for me. And, and again, every, every, every book on this list, I could, I could probably stump for. It's that bad or that mm. good. So I'll just shut up. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm done. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to thank Joey for bringing Come Again yes. to the conversation. Hey, pal, man. Yo, that book. Scary stuff. Well, let me hear, like, here's the thing. I had to read that book twice. I will admit that the first time I read it, I walked away from it being like, what the hell just happened? Same. I don't I don't like being confused. I didn't like this book. Meh, 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 meh. Um, I was also super tired when I read it. And I said, you know what? If... If I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna read and I'm gonna read something again, it's gonna be this. You're gonna come again to come again. Yeah. Oh, you, you, know my, you know, Steve. You know what my line is from that book? In a town like this, a secret is about all you can own. Oh man! Oh come on! Like I, I picked up that book again and I'm like, oh, it was, I remember it being so beautiful, but I, I couldn't quite. I didn't. I didn't know what I was supposed to take away from the story itself and so i sat down and i read it again and it just it hit me that time like it hit me from all sides and it was so it's a very torturous Mm -hmm. story Mm -hmm. about a a, like a a woman who's keeping a secret within like a very small was it 24 people are in that community eight eight families right right eight families And so everybody knows each other's business. And when you have a secret in a, in a community that small and you're trying to keep it for so many years and like it actually manifests into a creature living in a hole in the forest. And like that's where you go to escape and do your business. And the whole the whole thing, by the way. As we get into these later categories, you might find a couple of spoilers for these stories. So just brace yourselves. We'll try not to be too spoilerific, but every now and again, something might pop up. Hey, we gave you a whole month, right? You should have been yeah. reading these things. Yeah. Um, but just the way that it that it ended up coming together and her being... Uh, I hate to... Her being forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, oh. The like the punishment, right? Like it was just, it really hit me the second time, and I was I was super glad that I went back to to give that one another go because I totally would have missed out on on something that really in the end ended up blowing me away. So like I've read I think maybe two Nate Powell books in the past. I think I actually tried to talk about a Nate Powell book earlier in 2018 and just completely bungled it because it's a he's really difficult uh creator to to summarize in a short period of time Mm. um the books are just so out there you know and you have to really connect a lot of dots for yourself but once i was like alert and reading the story and getting it all i was just like holy crap this is heavy Mm. yeah so anyway um i don't know where it's gonna end up on my list but i just wanted to shout that book out because it was Awesome. Uh, does anybody else want to mention any other books? 
as I said before, I want to thank you guys for about Betty's boob. Yeah. I really yeah. fell in love with that. Um, like I said, for a, you know, a book that has very few words, it tells a very powerful story. And yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it. And thank you for putting it on this list. And thank you for making me read it. I, I thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a powerful book. It is very powerful. And that's what I, I think I loved about it. It was so powerful with, you know, it told it, it's all through the art. And I, I enjoy that personally. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just a reminder that Bingo Love and My Boyfriend is yeah. a Bear are beautiful, beautiful yeah. romantic stories that are unique and fun and wonderfully drawn. Um, and I adore both of them. And they should be read. And if you really like T. Franklin's work on Bingo Love, go read Juke Joy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Read all these graphic novels, by the way. Please, yeah. everyone, every single one of these is worth your attention. Oh, yeah. This Absolutely. is the library right here. This was a great year for graphic novels. Yes. Yeah, I love real. how Bingo Love and Juke Join are like two sides of the of like T. Franklin mood spectrum. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we had such a great conversation with her, right? I At love you, points. sweet kisses. I stab you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. Melissa, I want to uh, make a, a point here. I'm, I'm doubling up. I loved Stowaways. What was the story that it was a is a class project? Uh, yeah, the pub- that- it's a there's a some kind of program in this town that they're in in Scotland where like they're trying to um, keep like local history alive. Um, and they so there's lots of different projects that they've built around that to remind people of old stories in the area. And this publisher took on this story and they brought it to a primary school and had them help like develop the the drawings and and um, and create the book with them um, to kind of like to reteach an old story. It's it's a true story um, and like gave them details on like court cases and all this stuff and yeah. and to teach the kids basically about kind of an old local story that um that they felt like was important to not be forgotten. Um, well, and it's so important to today where the here's the thing some kids stowed away on on a, a whaler or a sailing ship and end up abandoned on the ice flows meanwhile the captain and first mate they end up sailing away for years and and the line of the book is they never hear the cries of the boys they abandon on the ice there's a lot of that going on where people get to do all this horrible stuff in, in the Me Too era who don't get pulled into the morass they've created. Stowaways really hit me hard, Melissa. So thank you so much for bringing this to us. It's a hard story to read. I admit it. It's, yeah. not, it's not light and fun. <laughs> no, but it was awesome. It was awesome. Right on. Awesome. Um, does anybody else have any other books that they want to champion uh, every everyone on this list, again, people. If, if, as Joey said, the perfect word is library. You want to create a library of 2018's greatest graphic novels. This is the list. Don't listen to anyone else. <laughs> it's a good place to start. This, this is a good place to start. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've already talked the Prince and the Dressmaker to death on this podcast. Oh, you all know how so I feel lo- about that. Steve book. was <laughs> right. <laughs> It was. I just modern day fairy tale in the making something fresh and nice and just 
that there's a moment in the third act of that book that is so gratifying and so powerful. And it just, it knocked me over the first time I read it. And that book stayed with me all year long. Uh, and I just love it so much. I can't wait to see the movie. Oh my God. I cannot wait to see the movie. I, I will. This is a book that uh, my copy, I bought it from the library. Uh, no one locally had it though. Uh, it's being ordered for me. I need to own. It is. I don't want to give too much away because people should experience this as it comes. It is Disney esque mm-hmm. in the art style, but so grown up in, in the presentation. So deeply emotional about, as almost every book on this list is, being true to oneself, exploring oneself, being comfortable in one's own skin. Steve was right. <laughs> all right let's get to voting oh do we have to because I'm yeah we do because we need we have a couple more change. categories we need to move oh, this along okay okay i would like melissa to give us her list okay i'll just say that um i made a big mistake in preparing for the show and that I sh- probably should have started with the graphic novel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't. I started with all the weird like single issues and arcs. And <laughs> and then I got to graphic novels at the end and I kind of ran out of time. Um, so I do have two nulls on this list. Okay. Um, and that's Making Friends and My Boyfriend is a Bear. <clears throat> um, so my list besides those is uh, Lumberjanes at the bottom, uh, Betty's Boob, Come Again... Honest Sunbeam, uh, Bingo Love, My Heroes Have Always Been Junkies, and a big surprise for me was Prince and the Dressmaker, um, and The Stowaways at number one. Nice. I thought My Heroes Have Always Been Junkies was going to be my top two, but Prince and the Dressmaker passed it. I'm with Yay. you. Yay! I thought yeah. as, that as well, and it's not the same. Yes. It's the same for yes. me as well. <laughs> and I, I didn't read like this was my first read of everything on this list except for stowaways and my heroes have always been junkies. Mm-hmm. So I never read anything else on this list. I'm so happy that you like the Prince and the Dressmaker. I loved it. And I also loved Bingo Love and I didn't think I was going to. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't think it was my thing, but Huzzah. Oh, that's not true. I did read on a sound meme before this was done. Oh, I liked. All righty, Joey. From bottom to top. Slowly, slowly, please. A lot of categories, a lot of nominees. Go ahead. Stowaways. Sunbeam. Lumberjanes. Come again. Bingo love. My heroes have always been junkies. My boyfriend is a bear. About Betty's boob. Making friends. Prince and the Dressmaker. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm. I don't mean to to have silence in the podcast. I'm just. I'm taking it in. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm loving the the dichotomies, as they say. Yes. Uh, Jess. Sure. So, are you ready, Bob? (laughs) I'm ready. Pencils at the ready. On a Sunbeam, Lumberjanes, Bingo Love, The Stowaways, Come Again, My Boyfriend is a Bear, My Heroes Have Always Been Junkies, 
Making friends about Betty's boob, Prince and the Dressmaker. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wow. it was good. Oh. It was it was really good. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> you hashtag Steve was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Steve, you're going. Yeah. Okay. From bottom, because I'm just you wanted more time. I'm giving you as yeah, much time I, as possible. Thank you, because I'm changing votes as we speak. I've changed mine at least four times okay. since we started this conversation. All right, so bottom to top, stowaways. My heroes have always been junkies. Lumberjanes, Infernal Compass, Bingo Love, Come Again, On a Sunbeam, My Boyfriend is a Bear, Making Friends, About Betty's Boob, The Prince and the Dressmaker. Wow, that leaves it to me to cast deciding votes here, huh? Okay. Again... Uh, credit to everyone on this list because they've all been in big spots. My mm-hmm. heroes have always been junkies. Come again. My boyfriend is a bear, which would have been my number one pick before I started reading all these other books. <laughs> Bingo Love, About Betty's Boob, Stowaways, On a Sunbeam, Lumberjanes, Prince and the Dressmaker, Making Friends. Wow. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Rough. All, All right. right well, Bob has some math. I got a lot do. of math to do here. Wait a minute. So. Joey, why yes. don't you run us through our listener list? So, with our, our single digit uh, buddies down here at the bottom, our uh, Come Again, The Stowaways, About Betty's Boob, On a Sunbeam. Um, making friends coming in at about 8% of the vote. Now the top five are all within 5% of each other. Wow. Bingo love with 13%. The prince and the dressmaker with 13.2%. My boyfriend is a bear with 13.5%. And then lumberjanes with 18%. And my heroes have always been junkies at number one with 18.8%. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very, very close there at the top. Interesting. Congratulations to my heroes have always been junkies. Mm -hmm. Very cool. It's a great Uh, book. (laughs) They're all great. Go ahead. They're all great. Uh, Bob, do you have... I'm still working. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's see. a little bit. Yes. If you were in charge, if you had to make the Hulk a sandwich, (laughs) what kind of sandwich would you make for him? For the Hulk? Yeah. Giant one. Hulk, make me a sandwich. (laughs) What would be on it? You know, I've never thought about it. I'm not sure. Um, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of everything. Maybe he'd like, you know, a nice big, like, you know, just a sub. Just <laughs> a fish, like in the cartoons. <laughs> yes. A yes, wheel so. of cheese. A wheel of cheese. <laughs> um, a whole ham. Um, you know. Yeah, just a big, big giant sandwich. A tall one, though, not a long one. A tall one. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, like a club sandwich? Like a club sandwich. Like, like, like a big couple of layers of a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> 
sandwich. Club sandwich. <laughs> Turkey club with lots of stuff. My first Avocado thought was, can't bacon. you just turn the long one up on its side and make it tall? <laughs> you could. You could. No, because then everything falls out the bottom. Yeah, exactly. No, you have to build it up. You have to build it up. Yeah. Bob, do we have those numbers yet? Yes. All right, let's do it. It's a tough one. We have a whole bunch and then another bunch. So here we go from the bottom. Lumberjanes. Come again. Stowaways. On a sunbeam. Bingo love. My heroes have always been junkies. My boyfriend is a bear. About Betty's boob. And then one and two, making friends. Prince and the dressmaker is our winner. Whoa! In a very tight vote. Do you know what the numbers actually were? Prince and the dressmaker had three first place votes, two second place votes at forty-eight. Making friends won first place, two seconds, two thirds for forty-four. Awesome. So very, very close. Wow. Well, congratulations to all. Best graphic novel of the year, The Prince and the Dressmaker. I'm happy about that. We can wrap this up. (laughs) Go to the rest of the categories. (laughs) Nope. It was the only one that mattered. Hashtag Steve was right. That's right. (laughs) All right. Let's get to our next category. Which is best mini series? Oh, another ridiculous category. This one was pretty easy, I think. Oh yeah, well you got everything in Sharpie, yeah, Mister Teacher. I do want to say. Oh, do you want to read the nominees first? No. Oh no, same piece. I'm I'm scrolling. I'm looking for the nominees. Go ahead. I will say that of all of these, I loved all of them. They're all great. Um, The one that stood out to me the most was Nancy Drew. I really love Nancy Drew. It was a lot of fun. I love the artwork. I love the writing. I thought it was so fun. Um, Great take on the character and all the characters. Uh, Hardy Boys, right? Hardy Boys. A little bit more mature than I thought it was going to be, but had a lot of fun nonetheless. It was it was just great, great. And 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 as you said when we did the best artist, um, best breakthrough artist. Jen St. Ange's work was, was just really stunning on this book. Um, so, yeah, Nancy Drew jumped up a lot of spots for me after reading. I think this category had more erasures as I changed things and reread them. Uh, this was a really tough one. Mm-hmm. What, what, what I came down with for me was there are, all these books speak to a lot of areas and personal as well as comic book stuff going on. Abbott, Solid Ahmed, Sammy Cavella, you start to add together 70s Detroit racism, all of this stuff going on in a book that's a combination of Shaft Kolchak starring Pam Greer with a 70s funk R&B soundtrack. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I am in. And the idea of minorities as the other the feared marginalized and how do we overcome that and we haven't 45 years later Mm -hmm. so just absolutely love this but loved 
everything on our list here. I think this is our best category. All right. I like the enthusiasm. I'm I'm nothing but enthusiastic. And I haven't <laughs> even dipped into the tequila yet. So we'll just wait. Just wait an episode or two. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, does anybody... I feel pretty confident about my picks. Does anybody else have anything they want to say for uh, best miniseries? No. I will take your silence as a no. <laughs> it's All too right. hard, Steve. It's too it hard. It is. It's so hard. It really is. It, it's it's ridiculous. Um, why do we do this to ourselves every year? It's we well look. We love getting together, and the fans love we arguing. But we're not arguing anymore. I love it. It's very good. All right, here we go from bottom to top. You're going first. I am going first. Look for you. Oh wait, I didn't read the nominees. No, you didn't. <laughs> here we go. Your nominees. For best <laughs> miniseries are Infidel, Mr. Miracle, Batman, White Knight, Angelic, Modern Fantasy, Assassinistas, Life of Captain Marvel, Nancy Drew, Abbott, Tales of Suspense, and that's it. <laughs> Should I say something about Life of Captain Marvel? No, I better not. Okay, go ahead. All right, once again, sorry for the spoilers. That's okay. Angelic. Assassinistas, Tales of Suspense featuring Hawkeye and Winter Soldier, Life of Captain Marvel, Infidel, Abbott, Modern Fantasy, Nancy Drew, Batman White Knight, Mr. Miracle. Oof. All right, shake it off. Shake it off. Okay, Florence. <laughs> Uh, I would like Joey to go next. Oh, oh! Number ten, Angelic. Number nine, Infidel. Number eight, Batman oh. White Knight. Number seven, Life of Captain Marvel. Number six, Abbott. Number five, Tales of Suspense. Number four, Assassinistas. Number three, Mister Miracle. Number two, Nancy Drew. And number one, Modern Fantasy. Hey! Ooh. Nice. Oh, this is going to all sorts I of think, interesting places. I think this one's going to be all over the place. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My list is completely different. <laughs> oh, Melissa, why don't you go next? Did you say me? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Nancy Drew is a null for me. Just put that out there. I didn't get to that okay. one. <clears throat> um, mine goes Assassinistas, Mr. Miracle, Tales of Suspense, Abbott, Modern Fantasy, Life of Captain Marvel, which I wow. love, by the way. Wow! <laughs> uh, Angelic, Infidel, and Batman White Knight. Mm. This, yeah, we are really all over Surprising, the place. Surprising, right? Yeah, uh, uh, what did you love about Captain Marvel? I just have to ask, out, out of... I loved everything about it. I don't, I don't think, I think it's the first time I've actually read a Captain Marvel book. Um... I don't know. Yeah, I just I love the family, the whole family component. I love the. Uh, I was reading out loud a little bit in the main accent. I love all the main yeah, accents. Okay. Um, I love the. Um, you know, I lo- It's you know we're getting excited about the movie, so it was yeah. a nice kind of like introduction for me to like, to the character and, um, and a little bit of a little bit of Cree stuff in there, and um, I just I thought it was a really nice story. I thought it was very well rounded. 
um, story. Oh. And it was really easy for somebody with no history to jump into. Like, I knew what there was going go. on. I knew who everybody was. <laughs> you know, oh. I guess well, I got a good I got a good feel for who Captain Marvel is. Yeah, you know, uh, I tell you, Margaret Stoll, when she was sitting at the Women of Marvel panel, she was so emotional about how much this work meant to her that I'm I'm thrilled for her that you got so much out of it. It surprised me, too. I thought, like, you know, I knew that Abbott was about murders and, you know, kind of creepy. Yeah. I thought I was going to love that one. Didn't love it that much. And Captain Marvel, I was like, oh, I love this. And I think I had <laughs> just tweeted out that, like, doing this end of the year thing reminded me of how much I just superhero comics are just not for me. And then right after I said that, I started reading life of Captain Marvel and I was like, guys, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong. I take it oh, back. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All righty. Okay, Bob, go ahead. Batman, white Knight, Mr. Miracle, tales of suspense, which would have been my top three, except I kept changing it. Angelic. Assassinistas, Nancy Drew, Infidel, Life of Captain Marvel, Modern Fantasy, Abbott. Man. Man, these titles are traveling up and down the list. All yes, the they are. Jess? All right. You you're ready? deciding everything. No pressure. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, 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 no pressure on me like that. I can't <laughs> handle it. Um, all right. You ready? Yep. Tales of Suspense, Assassinistas, Angelic. I'm sorry. Sorry. How's the slower? Okay. Angelic. Angelic. Okay. Abbott. Nancy Drew. Oh, I wrote something twice. Wait, oh, God. Infidel. Life of Captain Marvel, Batman, White Knight, Modern Fantasy, Mr. Miracle. One more. See, you lost me there. Okay. Okay. Who did I, where did I lose Tales you? Suspense, Assassinistas, mm-hmm. Angelic, mm-hmm. Abbott, mm-hmm. Nancy Drew, mm-hmm. Fidel, mm-hmm. Life of Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. Next. Batman White Knight. Okay. Modern Fantasy. Mr. Miracle. That's where I fell apart. Okay. Wow. This is all over the map. Let me do some math. This is going to take a while. <laughs> all right. Joey, mm-hmm. why don't you uh, regale us with some tales of listener responses? Bottom to top, here we go. Nancy Drew, Assassinistas, Angelic, all coming in with less than 1% of the vote. Tales of Suspense, Modern Fantasy, Abbott, and Other rounding out the middle of the pack. I don't know what the other would be. Oh, whatever. Um, And our top four here. uh, With 10% of the vote, Infidel. With 11% of the vote, Life of Captain Marvel. With 19% of the vote, Batman White Knight. And with nearly 40% of the vote. Whoa. Big jump there. Mr. Miracle. Nice. Nicely done. I agree. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready, Bob? Oh, bottom to top. Angelic Tales of Suspense. Assassinistas. Infidel. Life of Captain Marvel. Abbott. Batman White Knight. Mr. Miracle. Nancy Drew Modern Fantasy. 
There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, right now, we're about to do best artist. Your nominees for best artist: Joel Jones, Tyler Crook, Julie Rauchlu, Jamie McKelvey, and Mitch Gerads. I would like Joey to confidently give us a either a rousing speech for someone. Does anybody want to vouch for any artists, or can we just do this? In capital letters, Joel Jones. Okay. Does anybody else want to all cap somebody's name? <laughs> if by all caps you mean put her in third place on my list, then yes, Joel I would just like to remind everybody how beautiful about Betty's boob is and how that entire book, while also the writing, but the art, the art, man, it's so expressive and beautiful and tells such a lovely story. And I think it was a standout uh, in the art category for this year. Uh, If nobody has anything else, we can just get to this. All right. We'll speak for itself. Okay. Joey, (laughs) why don't you go first? Number five, Tyler Crook. Number four. Wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm getting my pencil together. Five. Number four. (laughs) Number four, Julie (laughs) Rochelieu. Number three, Joelle Jones. Number two, Mitch Gerard's. Number one, Jamie McKelvey. Wicked as a divine! <laughs> Someone has to say it. Very nice. <laughs> All right, Melissa, you sounded like you wanted to go next. Uh, sure. Um, number five, Julie Rauschlow. Uh, number four, Mitch Gerards, which, by the way, I had not read anything from him until now, and I liked his art a lot. Uh, number three, Jamie McKelvey. Number two, Joel Jones. And number one, my boy Tyler Crook. <laughs> who was blowing my mind all year long. <laughs> all right. Jess. Okay. Um, Julie, I'm going to pronounce her last name wrong. <laughs> How do you say it? How do we say they it? Julie Rashlu. Okay. Jamie McKelvey. Tyler Crook, who I do love. I love his videos. They're, like, relaxing. <laughs> Mitch Gerard's Joelle Jones. <gasps> Sorry, that Catwoman uniform. Oh, yeah. She had me at that. And her wedding dress. Yeah, that wedding dress was just... Uh, anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bob, do you want to go next? Sure. Mitch Gerard's, Jamie McKelvey, Julie Rushlu, Tyler Crook. Joel Jones. All right. From bottom to top, for me, Tyler Crook, Joel Jones, Jamie McKelvey, Mitch Gerards, and Julie Rauschlu. I love that book. I it's, love her it's art. It's a great book. It's all, they're all good. So that hard. book knocked me on my ass when I read it the first time. Uh, just yeah. amazing. The, the whole French setting of it, the burlesque theater. Oh, oh God. That, and that, then the, the little details in there, too, like all the posters were like fantastic. 
Yeah, those moments when the the boyfriend or whoever he is 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 falling out of love with her and he can't like oh. grasp the idea that she's in pain and he's just he's being so selfish and he's pulling away from her and everything. The panels, there's it's so heartbreaking, mm-hmm. it but heartbreaking. it goes to such incredible places by the end and she finds herself again and it's just so awesome and it's got that whole sequence of her with her her wig blows away and she's chasing oh. it through the city. Like imagine. Imagine about Betty's boob, just animated, but just piano, no dialogue, no nothing, yes. just like old school, like big band kind of kind of thing. It would be no, amazing. Just just just, uh, just piano. Yeah. Or like remember a, the, remember like a the old film short. Or did something. you ever see? Right. Do you ever see in school the old film, The Red Balloon? Oh yeah. Right. Well, uh, that's how I wanted to see this. I love that book. All right. Um, okay, here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, go for it. Our closest race ever in terms of the bunching of this. So, are you reading the work? results? Yeah. Did, did you? Oh, read okay, yours? okay. Well, we'll do the. Well, do we want to do ours first, or we want to do the listeners? Listen, do listeners. Okay. I'm right, excited. We'll That's all. That's all. Okay. Bottom Enjoy. to top. Bottom to top. Julie Rochelot, Tyler Crook. Jamie McKelvey, Mitch Gerards, and at the top with 40% of the vote, Joel Jones. Very nice. Uh, we replicate that for the most part. Julie Rochelieu, Tyler Crook, Ty with McKelvey and Gerards, and Joel Jones was our winner as well. Boom. Hey. Nicely done. All right. It's tough stuff. Yes, I I struggled. Well, I struggled with all the categories that are remaining. These were really hard. Um, yeah. All right, here we. One particularly. Yeah, God. All right, here we go. Uh, we are doing the best writer category Oi. Oi. on the bill. Best writer this year. We have Ryan K. Vaughn, Tom King, Kelly Thompson. Gail Simone and Cullen Bunn. And we choose how? It's <laughs> easy. It's really it's easy. easy. Oh, well, you're Mr. Sharpie, okay? Kelly Thompson, us- Kelly Thompson wrote more across more genres for more publishers, and I loved every single panel of every single page. That's the more than Gail, More than Gail Simone, who wrote Gail Simone. Tarzan, Gail Simone is great. Wonder Woman Conan? Gail Simone is great. But if I if I'm looking at diversity of voices, I'm looking at I'm looking at different kinds of books. I'm looking at different kinds of characters. Yeah. And I'm looking at enjoying every single panel of every single page. Kelly Thompson, easy. Not a problem for me. However, not a problem for me either. Yeah. Um, everyone on this list did fantastic work. Look, Brian K. Vaughn wrote well Saga, and. Paper Girls, Tom King's Batman issues, lots of great stuff. Cullen Bunn wrote every other book that the other four didn't write. <laughs> so the choice is, help me out here. Someone help me. Well, here. I mean, Gail racing. Simone had a crazy year. She finished up Crosswind. She did Domino, Plastic Man, her Dynamite books. She was right. all over the place. This she year. had her own corner on my lightning round. Yeah, this is this was a really unfair so list. Bad. I don't know why we did this to ourselves. 
<laughs> Maybe should have made ten, but that would have been even worse. Yeah, I feel like I. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I there, we'll there was see. there was one person on here that I feel like I I didn't necessarily super connect with this year, and I don't understand how that happened. Um, but anyway, we'll get to that in a okay. in a little bit. Uh, so does anybody else want to vouch for anyone before we do the votes? Uh, I just want to point out that the two books that Brian K. Vaughn was working on consistently this year are the two that you guys talked about so much that there were points that we said, okay, we're not going to talk about these books because we talk about them so much. (laughs) (laughs) I was told to stop talking about Saga because it's so great and everybody just knows it's great all the time. And Bob talks about Paper Girls on every single episode. (laughs) I got you, Melissa. Don't worry. true. I went back and read Paper Girls, and I tried to read it twice last year, and I wasn't into it. But I went back and read it for this, and absolutely like fell in love with it. Yes, and I can't explain why, but you know, I just think Brian K. Vaughn has magic. He does, yes, he does. absolutely for sure. <gasps> All right, uh, anyone else? I'll okay, just keep on looking why at this I... list, going. I don't know. Why am I? <laughs> why am I calling this a five-way tie? But let's see what happens. No, Bob, you're gonna go first. Oh boy, okay. Tom King, Colin Bunn, Brian K. Vaughn, Kelly Thompson, Gail Simone. Ooh. This is going to be a nasty category. I can yes, feel it. Yes, it is. All right. Um, Jessica. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I don't want to. You have to. You have to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Um. Go to somebody else. Hold on. Hold on. I have to make a change. All right, Go Joey. Somebody. Oh, she's making a change. <laughs> Number five, Brian K. Vaughn. Number four, <gasps> Cullen Bunn. Number three, Gail Simone. Number two, Tom King. Number one, Kelly Thompson. Lock it in. Wow. Hey, there it finally. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Been waiting this whole damn show for you to say it. <laughs> I was going to give you so much shit if you didn't say that line by the end of this thing. <laughs> Everyone else did at some point, but okay, it's the official. All right. Uh, I'll read my list real quick. Go ahead. Now we're just going to have some more time. I'm, I'm good now. I'm okay. All right, here I go. Colin Bunn. Gail Simone. Tom King. Brian K. Vaughn. And without a doubt, Kelly Thompson. Mm-hmm. Oh. Amazing. Mm-hmm. She's writing seven books, and they're all fantastic. And different. And different. And more on the way. One coming up this new comic wait. book day, which I cannot wait to read. Um, all right. Jess. All right. All right. Up. All right. 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 Calm down. We got two few more to go. Oh God. Okay. Brian K. Vaughn. Gail Simone. Tom King. Cully Bun Cullen Bun. Kelly Thompson. Cully Bun. I like Kelly Kelly. I'm flustered. I like I am flustered. It was so hard. That like how do you I think I read something from every single one of them. And love something from every single one of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I needed I needed a Cullen Bunn master list that I didn't okay. have this year. I really should have reached out and asked for some more stuff because I was looking through my list and like 
I was reading a couple of things uh, from him this year, but like Harrow County was such a standout. I liked the unsound as well. Ooh, I thought that that was awesome. Um, but some Dark, of the other ones just passed me by. Dark Ark is super fun too. That's yeah, Dark Ark is cool. It's a lot lighter. Um, Love that I read book. the first arc of that. And really enjoyed lighter, it. lighter. <laughs> it's a panthery. But uh, it's what else? I read Bone Parish. Bone Parish. Um, yes. Yeah, there's. That was pretty cool. Um, what's the the other one uh, with the people their past lives? Um, so I might not be reading that one. Yeah. Um. Anyway, okay. you want my list? Yeah. Yeah. This one was actually pretty easy for me to tell the truth. Um, number five is Kelly Thompson. Ooh. Number four is Tom King. Uh, number three is Gail Simone. Number two is Colin Bunn, and number one is Brian K. Vaughn. Oh. These votes. I like how I, mixed up it is. I feel like Cullen Bunn the way that you guys feel about Kelly Thompson. So, Understandable. He is a tremendous talent. Everybody on this list is, is tremendous. This is a ridiculous list. It really is. We say that every year, but it's totally true. Okay. Uh, Joey, would you please? Bottom of the list. Gail Simone. Cullen Bunn, Brian K. Vaughn. Top two, in second place, Kelly Thompson. In first place, Tom King. Ooh. What was the percentage? Uh, Tom King at 31, Kelly Thompson at 23, Brian K. Vaughn at 18, Cullen Bunn at 12, Gail at 10. Interesting. All right. Congratulations, Mr. Tom King. Uh, Bob, do you need me to stall, or do you have uh, no, the results? No, I'm good. All right, let's go. We have a bunch sort of at second place and one number one winner. Cullen Bunn and Tom King tied. Then Brian K. Vaughn. Gail Simone, our winner is Kelly Thompson. Yes! Yes. <laughs> awesome. Are you dancing now, Joey? <laughs> Well deserved. And that right. Jessica Cap- Jones book was so good. <laughs> yeah, man. Captain Marvel number one comes out today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. She was on fire this year. West Coast Avengers, Nancy Drew, uh, Mr. and Mrs. X, Uncanny X-Men. Hawkeye still Hawkeye. counts. Hawkeye. That finished earlier yeah. this year. Jessica Jones. Just all over the map. So good. All right. Yeah. I am oh, pleased. Oh, boy. Okay. All right, we have we have two left. Am I right? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, here we go. Yes, we are now going to do the category of best ongoing comic. I'm going first. Okay, I'm going first only because. Can I it's... can I read out the nominees first? No, but go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> All right, on the list. We have Paper Girls, Monstrous, Gideon Falls, Runaways, The Mighty Thor, The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, Crowded, Sword Daughter, Scales and Scoundrels, and Domino. All right. Another tough one. Bob, you were... I'm, yes, I'm chomping chomping at the bit, yes. I'm Arnold Horshack. I'm... Ooh, Mr. Carter. It's a book I've been on since the very beginning. 
that it took everyone a while to catch up on. It's a novelty, except it isn't, and it's Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm. It's a book that speaks to every audience if they get the chance to read the thing. It is deep and dense and funny and human with a great message for everyone who reads the thing. And that said, it is still a great superhero book. And how it manages that balance between writer Ryan North, Erica Henderson, who helped recreate this character in this book, and now Derek Charm, just a masterpiece. Um, I could not agree more. Yeah. Yeah, I will second, third, fourth that. Um, of all the books that I read for this, that is the book that jumped all the way up my list. Um, but you've already made that argument. The other book that jumped way up my list was Scales and Scoundrels, Jess. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> I love that book so much. There are dragons in it. And the thing I love about that book, too, is I read it. I talked about this on the show last week. I read it as two trade paperbacks, and the first story arc doesn't end in the first trade paperback because it's like a nine-issue arc in a six-issue trade. So you read nine issues. It's a great story. The characters are fantastic. And then there's a bunch of, like, random one-shots. One-offs. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. I loved the organization of it, the structure of it, the storytelling of it. It's a lot of fun. That book jumped way, way up my list. Um, <laughs> and the book that continues to just <laughs> dazzle me uh, is is Runaways um, as well. I think that book was just is profound um, in how it, it has taken those characters into new and exciting directions. And everything that happened before still counts. And it is painful to watch them cope with all of that. Um, and I love that book. Runaways is fantastic. Indeed. Uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing how that team has taken kind of the missing pieces of the original story and made good on them. And then just taking the story and the characters uh, farther, you know, and um, it's been fun. It's been cool kind of getting the band back together and the, story has just found its its footing um i'm losing my train of thought i apologize i have so many books crammed into my skull right now as i'm looking around at this list but um yeah runaways is fantastic that was a long time coming for that series to make its return and uh that team has just been knocking it out of the park all year long uh, I love What's it. with the dinosaurs steve explain to me the dinosaurs is that from what the old, old lace you don't know old yeah. lace no, I didn't um, read the book before, what? so I just caught up with it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Old Lace is a science experiment. Gert's parents uh, were keeping her, and she's kind of like all the kids, once they find out stuff about their parents, they kind of inherit things from their parents, and one of the, the wishes for Gert was for her to own this dinosaur that they were Aww. like genetically modifying and, and raising and all these things. Uh, and so uh, she calls herself Arsenic, and the dinosaur is Old Lace. Of course. And yeah. as, a, as a fan of that movie from way back, I had no no experience with this series at all and absolutely loved it. Yeah. The, the introspection of each individual character as well. I mean, they're all very layered characterizations, and it's fun. And deep at the same time, and that's hard. That's hard to to juggle. Uh, 
Having seen Rainbow Roll talk about this at, at the panel, she is a huge fan, and it shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of dedication, a lot of heart uh, goes into the making of that book. Yeah, and Chris Anka's artwork is just jaw dropping. Who, who you don't nice see, fit. you don't see much of him in terms anymore of sequential art. It's mostly covers and designs, but it was mm-hmm. gorgeous here. Oy. indeed, tough, tough category. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm good to vote. Does anybody else want to champion any stories or ongoing books? No, I'm just nope. in love with Squirrel Girl, though. I had an yeah. argument with grown men about her superpower, by the way. Her superpower is not talking to squirrels. It's empathy. Okay? Yeah. That is her superpower. Oh, oh, and I argued with grown men. I, I argued with grown men in a kitchen about this. <laughs> like, it's clobbering with compassion. Exactly. Yeah. Her she talks down Galactus from eating the Earth, for gosh sakes! Yeah. Right? Let me say. Let me say this: If I had read Squirrel Girl before we had done the Deliberation podcast, it would have absolutely been on my list. Um, issue number thirty-one, the one oh, the where yeah they get zapped oh, yes. and they're in the slow time world, and all those years pass and everything. Nancy and Doreen. Yeah, um, that was that was hands down not only one of the best issues I've read this year, but probably one of the best issues I've ever read. Like that that particular well, issue blew me away. I'd I love. Put the, I, I told you, Steve. I'd have put this on the list. I didn't know that anyone who hadn't ever read the series would have felt the same way. I loved like I I, I loved all of it. Like I really really liked thirty six. Um, I don't think it hit me as as much as it it did everyone else. I really really liked it, but thirty one was yeah. 31 was my Wicked and the Divine issue number 32. Eric, like, where, Eric Anderson's farewell, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a, like, what a note to go out on when they're yeah. leaving the signs for everyone and they're going around oh. the city saving everybody. Like, people are jumping off of buildings yeah. and waiting for them to catch them and, like, YouTubing it and stuff like that and just, like, get, like, purposefully getting into car accidents because they know that they'll save them. And it's just, it's wild. And you really get, like more into their friendship, which, you know, reading Squirrel Girl back in the day, I didn't connect with her friends that time around, but this time around, I really did. And that issue, her and Nancy, I, I don't know. I, 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 I sometimes I really ship it. Like I really want them to get together at the end of the day. I would love <laughs> yeah. to see the two of them get together. Nancy but Doreen. Okay. We'll see. You. We'll see. Uh, um all right if nobody else has anything else to say no i gotta go cry i'll be back in a we second. will get to there's i want to say there's two books on this list that surprised me a lot uh-huh. um because my my taste in comics is i think obviously by my list is dark and heavy and creepy and that's my thing <laughs> um and I will say monstrous uh this would yes. be my yeah. third attempt to read this book Welcome. The first two times I tried, I did not like it. Um, I love the artwork. I love it so much that I kept trying to read it, even though I didn't like it. Um, and this third time, I don't know if it's just because I was reading so many books and maybe my brain was caught off guard. But this <laughs> this time, the third time was a charm. I, a friend of mine, who I won't mention the name, um, we've actually had this discussion about why we, what we, what we're missing in this book and why everybody loves it except for us. And then this time you know and i sent her a message and said i guess third time's a charm because now i like it i will say that i still don't know exactly what's happening but i like it anyway 
Um, and the other surprise was Scales and Scoundrels, which I know you guys talk about <laughs> yes! constantly. Oh, I've like, all time. I'm I know. Sorry. I kept looking at this book and thinking, this looks so cartoony and silly, and like it's not my thing. And then I read it, and I just and I like read the whole thing so fast, I just couldn't stop reading it. <laughs> I loved it, and it like it, it like scooted its way up my list surprisingly fast. I was like, okay, that's awesome. I'm like happy dancing. I'm happy shimmying right now. Um, if you if you go and follow the creators on Twitter, they're actually putting out pages for Scales and Scoundrels number thirteen. Yeah. Ooh. Like if you go back in their feed, they're they're posting like whole pages to yeah. uh, the continuation of that. I love it. I just found myself like giggling and you know, it's, and sad it's and like yeah and yeah. It, it, it is. It's just kind of all over the place. I want Lovely. more of it. <laughs> I want so more cool. Luander. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Batman and dragons. That's what I got. You guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, kids. It's time to vote. Okay. All right. Melissa, would you please read your list? Uh, Runaways is a null for me. Um, Wait a minute. Let me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which I want to say is because I knew that I was probably not going to like it, and so I thought it was better just to skip it and let it be a no. Appreciate it. I have a bad. I have a bad. I have a bad past. I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, number nine or my my bottom one is Mighty Thor, uh, then Squirrel Girl, then Paper Girls. And Domino. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Paper girl. I forgot your handwriting. Domino, yes. Bob's got his abacus out. So Domino. Yeah. <laughs> uh, monstrous. Sword daughter. Scales and scoundrels. Uh, Gideon falls. And crowded. Ooh. Hmm. Interesting. All right. With a lot of things nearly level looking, I'm, I'm extrapolating ahead. Okay, who's next? We'll Joey's next. Number 10, Sword Daughter. Number 9, Domino. Number 8, The Mighty Thor. Number 7, Gideon Falls. Number 6, Crowded. Number 5, Monstrous. Number 4, Paper Girls. Number three, Scales and Scoundrels. Number two, Runaways. And the best ongoing series is The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Oof. Very nice. Just went through another mechanical pencil. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll go next. You ready, Bob? Slowly, slowly. I'm losing lead as we we speak. Go ahead. All right, from bottom to top. Sword Daughter, Domino, Crowded, Gideon Falls, Scales and Scoundrels, The Mighty Thor, Runaways, Paper Girls, Monstrous, The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Yes! I have had Monstrous at the top of this list for the better part of a week and a half. I just changed it. My man. My man. All right. <laughs> Who's next? Step up to the plate. I'll go. I'll go. Okay, Jess. Okay. This is hard, but Domino, Runaways, 
Sword Daughter, Gideon Falls, Paper Girls, Mighty Thor, Monstrous, Crowded. And though I love this book and you guys loved it too, and I'm so happy about that. Scales and Scoundrel, but number one has got to be Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. It's happening. It's all happening. It's happening. I'm it rolling. was lovely, and I'm so happy that I've read it. I am happier. I'm a happier person to have read Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Amen to that. Uh, that, was, that was the most fun I've had in comics really, all year long was going what, through from the beginning. Like, I wanted to read other things, but like, and I'm, and there's so much to read in Squirrel Girl, but I just kept my, I kept on going yeah. back to it. I was yeah. putting down other things to read it. So that's when I was like, yeah, this is number one. Yeah, I refused <laughs> to read anything else once I started that. And just from the very beginning to the very end, I was riding that wave and it was amazing. Mm. My work here is done. <laughs> you still, still got to vote. Yeah, that's true. Um, Gideon Falls, Sword Daughter, Runaways, Scales and Scoundrels, Monstrous, Domino, Crowded, Mighty Thor, Paper Girls, Squirrel Girl. Ooh, all right. Tense. All right, Mr. Joey, what do we have over on the uh, listener polls? Well, the winner is the Mighty Thor. Oh, I changed it up on you. Ha ha ha. Wow. All right. <laughs> Bottom of the list. Sword Daughter, Gideon Falls, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Domino and Crowded rounding out at number five. Top four books, according to our listeners. Runaways. Monstrous, Paper Girls, all within 2% of each other. And at the top of the list is The Mighty Thor. Wow, those this Thor was fans all, came this out. Was all very close, though. The Mighty Thor only topped out with 18% of the vote. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, do we have uh, yes, yes, up? Yes, we do. All right, let's do this. Sword Daughter, Domino, Gideon Falls, Mighty Thor, Tide, Crowded, Monstrous, and Paper Girls. Wow. I want to go oh, to I'm, that party. I'm, 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 I'm so, no, I'm sorry. I missed one. Uh, Runaways is ahead of Mighty Thor. Okay. And then crowded monstrous paper girls. In second place, scales and scoundrels. Wow. What? And our winner is the unbeatable squirrel girl. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Yay. Oh, I'm so glad. All right. Congratulations, Ryan North. Erica Henderson, Derek Charm, and Derek Charm. Thank you, Bob. That would have been embarrassing. All right. (laughs) We have reached the final countdown, the final category. This year's awards. Oh, yes. Let's go. (laughs) 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 All right. 
Here are the nominees for best overall comic of 2018, according to Talking Comics. Crowded, Mr. Miracle, Paper Girls, The Mighty Thor, Prince and the Dressmaker, Modern Fantasy, Arrow County, Femme Magnifique, Kill or Be Killed, Monstrous. <sighs> yeah. That's a list. That's a list. We, I need to look at my list again. We've talked about a lot of these books tonight, but the book that is on this list that we have not talked about is Killer Be Killed. Killer Be Killed by Edward Baker, Sean Phillips, and Betty Brightweiser is right up there with Wicked and Divine by Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey um, and Matt Wilson and Fiona Staples and, and Brian K. Vaughn's uh, saga in, the, in that it is... They are one of the best teams working in comics right now, and Killer mm-hmm. Be Killed is one of the best things they have ever put out. It ended this year. The storyline, how they how they stuck that landing is astounding as they tell this vigilante story. Um, the story that, you know, it, 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 it borders the demonic. It gets into some Punisher-level stuff. It's about mental illness. It's about society the the ills and degenerates in society and the way that that final issue subverts all expectations is simply astounding um if you can't nominate saga you have to nominate killer be killed for best overall because this is a master class in what it means to tell a comic book story um Burr baker and phillips are, are are the one of the best teams in history and you know when they put out a book, it's going to be great, and Killer Be Killed is great. Right, you come right back around that the beginning is the ending, the ending in the beginning. So you're looking at a a pulp fictiony kind of thing. The storyline continues to wrap around itself with engaging characters and amazing visuals, and yeah, stunning book. As is everything on this list. And another book that hasn't been spoken of at all because it got we couldn't figure out what oh, category oh, give it, to him, it was. Give it to me. I want it. I was gonna say it too, but you do it. Femme Manifique yeah. is a singular achievement in comics. And we have an amazing array of creators discussing historical figures from across the spectrum scientists, politicians, musicians, artists, all these great ladies who've changed our world. And thank you, Melissa, for bringing this to us. I bought this thing, had it signed by, I can't tell you how many creators at the show, gifted it to people in signed editions who have fallen all over themselves discussing how wonderful and uplifting this book is. This is a book, you talk about coffee table books, you have big arty things you put on your table. How about you, there's something you can leave on your table and every day pick up and get a life lesson from. And that's what Feminifique is. I love that it sort of feels like one of those women in history books, yes. you know, where you like you're learning about all these different women in history, but it's also full of like so many of your favorite people. That are doing other things that you love, <laughs> and uh, and each story is you know has its own kind of really unique uh, viewpoint and twist and and um, and voice. 
So it's different than one of those women in history books. Yes. Oh, thank you again, Melissa. <sighs> this list sucks. <laughs> it's it too sucks. good. It's too good. God, I'm I'm listening to the to to the people talking, and it's making me think twice about my list. But I I, I feel the way I feel the way I feel. Yes. <laughs> Try to change me, man. Um. I'm gonna come off like your last scared. chance for the year, Steve. Go for it. Uh oh, God. No, nah, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. No, I'm honestly like, I every every everything on this list is I I enjoyed immensely. If it were not for the task of having to, you know, order them all, they would all just be alongside one another on a giant plaque or something. Um, no, I'm not going to start talking about things that I don't like in comics because that's not why we're here. We can maybe have that discussion later. Um I'm not going to talk about anything because I just want to vote because I am on edge and I can't take it anymore. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm really nervous about this category for me because everything was so impressive, but I, I, I have things near the bottom of my list that I just, I don't want anybody to, to think that I didn't enjoy them. I just, yes, we do. Yes, we do. We're <laughs> going to judge you. We're going to judge you horribly, you rotten person. Oh, oh God, it's you. just so hard. I mean, before this is over, I'm just going to feel like I don't know any of you anymore. <laughs> uh, exactly right. All right. Uh, does anybody have anything else that they want to do, or can we just rip the, no, the Band-Aid off here? Rip it off. Rip it off. Paper girls. Paper girls. All right. Um, Jess, why don't you read yours? Sure. Now, I'm going to say what Steve said. I enjoyed every one of these books. There's not one of these that I don't like. So, don't hate me. Joe. Oh, Killer be killed. Yeah. <laughs> don't hate me. I'm sorry. I liked it. It's not that I don't like it. <laughs> Harrow County. Again, love it too. Mighty <sighs> Thor. I'm sorry. Mighty Thor. Paper Girls. The Magnifique. Monstrous, crowded, modern family, fan, fan, modern, modern family, crowded, modern fantasy, fantasy, Mr. Miracle, Prince and the Dressmaker. Just your list is literally upside down. I can't go on. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Can't. I like the cut of your jib, Jessica. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try this again. Okay, Steve. Fan Magnifique, modern fantasy, crowded. Oh. Killer Be Killed, Harrow County, The Mighty Thor, Paper Girls, Mr. Miracle, Monstrous, The Prince and the Dressmaker. Wow. <laughs> They're all amazing. I, uh, yeah. There's uh, no wrong order here. There's, yeah. Yes, there is, but we'll, we'll go. We'll, it's we'll, so we'll, much we'll, unnecessary we'll pressure. <laughs> My palms are so sweaty. <laughs> there, there's the show title right there. Joe. My palms, are, My so palms are so sweaty. All right, uh, Melissa, would you care to go for uh, go next? Okay. Um, let me find my list again. Okay, number ten, Mighty Thor. Number nine, Mister Miracle. 
Number eight, Modern Fantasy. Number seven, Killer Be Killed. Number six, Paper Girls. Number five, Monstrous. Am I going too fast? No. Number four, Femme Magnifique. Number three, Prince and the Dressmaker. Number two, Crowded. And number one, Harrow County. County. Oh. Y'all are crazy for not putting Harrow County on there. It's wonderful. They yeah. did. It was fabulous. Like number six. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We're breaking up. Oh, don't break it's up. <laughs> it's why you're leaving. Breaking up. <laughs> oh, geez. All right, Joey, do we have your list? Yes. Number 10, Harrow County. Number nine, Crowded. Number eight, Mighty Thor. Number seven, Monstrous. Number six, Paper Girls. Number five, Modern Fantasy. Number four, Mr. Miracle. Number three, Prince and the Dressmaker. Number two, Femme Magnifique. And number one, Kill or Be Killed. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is, I'm looking at this list so far. This is a mess. But this is going to work. We'll figure this out. Is it too late to change my answers? Yes. Yes, it is. If it's to kill or be killed, then no. I want to move modern fantasy up. I know. It's. Uh, I really do. I want to move it into like my third slot now. Too late. You've already well, stated too, it. You, you, yeah, I, I mean, I'd I know. Love to say I know. You could, I know. But you, 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 no, you I can't. It. You I blew can't. it. I did. I had my chance. Yeah. You had your chance twice. Twice. I'm a monster. Yeah, yeah you're monstrous. Ah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Miracle. Killer Be Killed. Harrow County. Monstrous. Crowded. Modern Fantasy. Mighty Thor. Prince and the Dressmaker. Paper Girls. Femme Magnifique. Suddenly, I'm very nervous for the Prince of the Dressmaker. <laughs> it already won Best Graphic Novel. I know. Don't get greedy now. I have end. no idea where this is going to go. I like it. Um, all right. So that's all of us? Yes. Okay. It's all, all right. fault, Steve. <laughs> Probably. Yes. It always is. <laughs> it always is. All right. So the listener response is, with 0% of the votes... Crowded. What? <laughs> what? Really? I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of great books on this list. Um, one percent of the vote, modern fantasy. Three percent of the vote, Prince and the Dressmaker. Three percent of the vote, Feb Magnifique. Seven percent of the vote, Harrow County. Eight percent of the vote, other. The other eight percent of the vote, Paper Girls. 9.68% of the vote, Killer Be Killed. 11% of the vote, Monstrous. And then we jump to 20% in second place, Mr. Miracle. And 25.81% of the vote goes to the Mighty Thor. Wow. What was that percentage again? 281 how yeah, did eight like percent pick other and zero pick crowded? What the hell? Yeah, people? start reading crowded. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All 
I think this is the one that's most shocking to me of all. All right. Well, I think that other option is going to be another thing. We'll change for next year. We'll see. Does it tell you what the other? Well, that's the yeah. That's the problem. Like the write-ins, we don't know what they were. Oh, okay. It's Batman. It's always Batman. It's Batman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're mad at me for not for not having it on there. Actually, actually, it's probably Wicked in the Vine. It probably probably is, Joey. Look, my dogs even. Do you hear them grumbling? They're mad. That was Joey voting on all of his devices. <laughs> Working in the it it's not on this you, list. It does <laughs> shut you out unless you you have to have a lot of devices. I I tried to like stuff the ballot boxes. <laughs> I don't have enough devices. Bob's, to do that. Bob's driving around to every library in Starbucks. Exactly. Where can I get Wi-Fi to vote for Squirrel Girl? Sitting in hotel lobbies. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Wi-Fi password? Are you a guest here, sir? <laughs> you don't yes. mind if I just jump in here, do you? I just need to vote. It's very important to vote. You're okay, over we, grabbing the complimentary breakfast. This was a very close vote, except for our top pick. Is that mysterious enough for you, Steve? Everything's mysterious to me, Bob. Here we go. Despite the listeners at 258 one percent, or was it eight four percent? I can't read my own writings for Th- the mighty Thor. Then we had Killer Be Killed, Harrow County, Modern Fantasy, Crowded, Mister Miracle, all separated by six votes. Top three, Monstrous, Paper Girls, Prince and the Dressmaker. Oh, wow. I don't trust that math, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, Bob, can you... Dressmaker had two first place votes and three third place votes. Can you read can you read the list again one more time? Sure. Mighty Thor, Killer Be Killed, and Harrow County. Uh, here, here are the totals. Mighty Thor was 20. Killer Be Killed Harrow County at 21 apiece. Modern Fantasy at 25. Crowded at 26. Mr. Miracle at 27. Monstrous 29. Paper Girls, 30. Femme Namnifique, 32. Prince and, and the Dressmaker, 44. Wow. That's awesome. Yay. So we had nine very well bunched. I had, I had actually omitted Femme Magnifique in my heartbreak for it not winning, apparently. <laughs> well, I'm very happy that everybody got to check out The Prince and the Dressmaker and apparently really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, whether or not it was your favorite book of the year or not, everybody around the table seemed to really get something out of it. And that's a lot of why we do these award shows. Mm-hmm. So amazing. All right. So, oh my God, are we done? Is that it? That's it. Done. Hey, nearly so. Nearly so. Well, no, we're, we'll get all to all that stuff in a minute. Yeah, but done with um, voting. Done with voting. Yeah, we're done with voting. Why don't we, Bob, if you wouldn't mind, do we want to go through the categories really quick and just read them off? Oh. Do you have them in front of you? Uh, yes, or? The, yes. Just the winners. Just the winners. Just, yeah, the, just winners. the winners. Both sets of winners. For best film adaptation, our listeners 
and ourselves, we agreed it was Black Panther. For TV, we also agreed on the chilling adventures of Sabrina, the listeners, at 45% for that one. Publisher, Image, 23%, and the listeners, at, we were 23 votes, listeners as well at 45%. Now we start to diverge. Breakthrough artists, we chose Kristen Gudsnuck, the listeners, Jen Bartell. Breakthrough writer, Listener's choice, Leah Williams. Our choice, Jeremy Whitley. I should I didn't say that right. Whitley! Whitley! <laughs> Best single issue or one-shot, The Listeners, Saga number 54. Our choice, Squirrel Girl number 36. Best story arc, listener choice was Death of the Mighty Thor. Ours, Saga 49 to 54. Volume 9. Best new series, we agreed with the listeners, it was Crowded. Best graphic novel, a hotly contested category, listener's choice, My Heroes Have Always Been Junkies at 18%. We were Prince and the Dressmaker. Best miniseries, listener's choice, Mr. Miracle, our choice, Modern Fantasy. Our best artist, that was also in unanimity with our listeners, it was Joelle Jones. Mm-hmm. Best writer, we had a split. Listener choice, Tom King. Our choice, Kelly Thompson. Here we go, the big two. Best ongoing series, listener choice, The Mighty Thor. As you said, been waiting years to say that. For our pick, it was the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, and I'm I'm schwitzing. I'm schwitzing. <laughs> the best overall by our <laughs> listeners was the Mighty Thor, and it is Prince and the Dressmaker. Awesome. All right, Bob. Thank you once again so much for taking care of all the voting and doing all the math and everything. We really, really appreciate it. I worked out very nicely. I think our null vote Captain Phone Bone rule worked to our benefit and for our listeners, yes. Aye, aye. The captain. The captain. Captain. Um, We'll skip what uh, books we're looking forward to next week because this is a long podcast. Um, Bob. Yeah. You have something that you would like to share with uh, sure. everybody. Bear with me here. Um, as you've heard with this evening's award show, our dear friend Melissa Megan will be stepping away from her regular hosting duties. While we're all thrilled about the real-life opportunities opening up for Melissa, we are also sad that we won't be able to share these bi-weekly chats around our ethereal campfire. That said, however, we're not letting Melissa get away completely, uh, as look, she's been part of our Talking Comics family since the very early days, with her reviews, columns such as Nature vs. Nurture, certainly her time with our sister podcast, The Misfits, with Stephanie Cook and Mara Wood. So whenever Melissa wants to stop by to opine on a topic, there's always an open seat uh, for our good friend, 
And we certainly would call on her for her expertise whenever we feel we're in a muddle about something we're over our head with. <laughs> Melissa, these months with you as co-hosts have produced some amazing conversations that our listeners will remember fondly, as will our co-hosts and certainly myself. So here's to you as you take off on a new heroine's quest. And please watch out for those haints, won't you? <laughs> ah, thank you very much, Bob. Perfect, Bob. Yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Melissa, do you have anything else that you would like to say to the group? Uh, I think I said a lot already, but... Did you guys talk about Bumblebee on the show? Cause that's a goddamn great movie. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we didn't. Would Bumblebee's you like to talk movie. about Bumblebee? Bumblebee's a great Bumblebee. movie. I can't believe you guys haven't talked about it. Finally, there's a good damn Transformers movie. <laughs> we haven't mentioned it on the show. I do want to see it. I just I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty great. It's a fantastic movie. I love that you're going out on Bumblebee movie talk. This is, this <laughs> you is fantastic. know. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, we Max and I saw his his. I actually asked him for his review on the way out, and he said it was awesome. It was really epic, Mom. That's what he said. <laughs> Kid doesn't use the word epic lately. All uh, right. No, it's Max. beautiful. It's exactly what you want wanted Transformers to be from the beginning. It's a great cool. movie. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. No, I love you guys. You know I'm going to miss y'all. I've been talking to Steve for two weeks about how sad I am to do yeah. my last show. But, you know, I'm going to come back. I just need some time off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I got business to do. Well, like I said earlier, we love you. And uh, you will be back. You will come back and hang out with us and talk some comics and other things. If there's a movie that comes out and you want to hang with us when we're doing the review for that, uh, who knows? what the future will bring but uh like captain marvel can i come back and talk about captain marvel we can figure that out sure i bought my tickets Uh, i bought our tickets earlier today yeah oh my god and then avengers endgame um did you you see by the way there was some stuff uh kelly sue has a cameo apparently yeah i did see that it was in sci-fi uh com yeah all right all right, we're getting we're getting <laughs> having a regular ass <laughs> podcast all of a sudden. We got to stop. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, we love you. Thank you for for giving us your time and your dedication and all of the things. You are a fantastic person, and this podcast is better for having had you on it. There you go. Thank you, my love. Uh, yes, uh, and thank you to all of you for voting. Thank you for having discussions with us throughout the past few weeks about the Deliberation podcast. We really appreciate it. Really appreciate the way everybody was super chill about sharing their opinions about the books. That was what we asked for, and you all delivered. And thank you so much uh, for all of that. It's really cool when people can have like polite discourse about comics. Yeah. I know it's like you know hard, it's weird, right? Wrap around, but come on. <laughs> It's not bad. And um, this has been fantastic. I want to thank all of my friends uh, for being here. This is my second time hosting the award show. My favorite time of the year. Just some absolutely 
killer, killer books nominated. Uh, we hope that you read them. We hope that you enjoy them. As always, you can send us your comments or questions through our email podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com. We are also on Twitter at Talking Comics. And don't forget to check out talkingcomicbooks.com for news, reviews, and articles about comics, video games, TV shows, and much more. We also have podcasts of every flavor, including Talking Games, Valiant Adventure, and Ladies of Valhalla. Bob, where can our listeners find you? Bob Breyer, TalkingComicBooks.com. Joey. I'm at Joey Bertino on the Insta and the Twit. Jessica. At Jessica. At <laughs> all the things. <laughs> and Melissa. You can find me at Melissa Punch on Twitter and Instagram, and you can still find me on the Sirens of Scream podcast. Yeah. And I am at dead underscore anchoress on the internet. So, for Bob. Wish you ready, Melissa. And Joey. <laughs> Go watch that new Captain Marvel trailer. It's fire. <laughs> Jess. Melissa, it was a pleasure. Thank you, Jess. <laughs> and Melissa. I love you guys. Thank you for all the awesome love and support. You're the best. You're all the right best. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week. Be excellent to each other. Loan somebody a comic book. And until next time on the Talking Comics podcast, to be continued. chomp out of my knee a little shit <laughs> he just ran up and like uh, bit me data what are you doing you voted wrong we talked about this <laughs> I know, right? he is angry at you about something <laughs>